this party! Episode 421 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. Hi, Sean. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I thank you. It's a cool guy to be here. <laughs> and, you know, yes, we we took uh, what was uh, we took last week off, right? Yeah, because uh, you had Sean a special had... special moment going on. Yeah, I had a very intimate, very intimate moment. Um, I, Let's start with you, Ed. How have you the last two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I did not a lot, but I did a few things. So, you know, um, I can talk about a few things. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Disney Plus, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney Plus had a couple things. Of course, the last two episodes of What If uh, I watched. I don't know if you watched those or not. I, I did, yes. Okay. What did you think of the one with um, Thor? I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. It was a nice little break from the kind of the I mean, I don't want to say seriousness, but more of the like uh, more emotional, heavy turns in it. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was it was it was cute. Um, I chuckled a lot. I laughed a lot, actually, really, because I thought it was a very funny episode. Okay. What'd you think? I didn't find it funny at all. So. Oh, Jesus. All right. I don't know. It just, it just, it just, like, my mom's coming. Like, we gotta <laughs> clean this place up. Come on. Like, it just sounds stupid. <laughs> For four, it was just like, like, you know, like, like, my mom's coming home. We gotta hurry up. We gotta clean. Right. It's very, very risky business. Yeah. And you got your thing and you're going, all right, you know, and, you know, you, you, I mean, it was interesting, you know, to say the least. Um, you know, right. it was, but it was—I just didn't find it as funny. I didn't chuckle at all, you know. Okay. Um, I think though, I think part of it you do have to watch that with somebody else because I did watch that one this week alone because uh, a friend of the show has been coming over. On, Dave Sipon's been coming over on Wednesdays, and he wasn't there that week. He had uh, something else he had to do because okay. uh, he was going away for um, Monster Mania that weekend, so he wanted to. Right you know, pack and prepare and all that kind of stuff. So he couldn't come over. So I watched that one alone. But the uh, following week, I did watch the what if with, um, what if, uh, a, Ultron season, one. Yeah. The season finale. No, next week's the season finale. Next week's the season yeah, finale. One more episode. Oh, yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Cause I, I, I thought it was, and, uh, um, Dave corrected me. He said, no, that the, there's one more episode because he said there was nine or something like that. I think it was okay. eight. So there's definitely one more. It seemed like it didn't, because like, it didn't end like on a finale kind of thing where you go, okay, like it could be, an, you know, like it did seem like there was going to be a continuation of the episode. 
Um, and right, which to me, like, meant felt to me that's the reason why I felt like that season finale because it ended with a oh, there's probably going to be a part two that's probably going to be season one opener. Oh, okay. It'd be season two opener, but I mean, if it's if you're if it was setting up a season finale, then it, it's just as logical that there would be another episode left. Right. This we'll find out. This we'll find out Wednesday. Yes. Alright, what'd you think of that episode? I, I enjoyed it, I, I actually thought that was good I liked it, it was kind of creepy in a way I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like wait a way, wait to start like the, 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 the Halloween season I guess Yeah, Because okay. it was like, like the watchers now being watched And you're like, ooh, like, 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 like you just put a chill down my, my spine Like, ooh, like, this is kind of creepy, but it was good you know? <laughs> What'd you think? I felt the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs> oh, I liked the I liked two weeks episode. You didn't. Yo, you liked this episode. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. I. <clears throat> my greatest fear for this season was that they were going to try to get an episode that was going to tie all the other episodes together in one big ball. Uh, uh, now, now, granted, I didn't like that. I, I didn't. <laughs> that the ending I did not like, and I was like, and I'm like, that that's terrible. I'm not like, because it made me think. I'm going, wait a minute, are they going to pull that one? And there was another episode that could be uh, brought somebody, another character, and I just can't think of which what episode it was now. <laughs> the, the thing else, I'm going to have to quick look that up as as we're talking about this. Right. Well, yeah. While I while I bitch, well, bitch about it, <laughs> uh, you can look it up. <clears throat> um, the the episode before with the Thor's. Um, with the Thor's birthday thing, at the very end, you see the I'm going to saw the the Ultron um, in with in the suit with the Infinity Stones, and I'm like, oh, okay, what's it, why did they? Have? I'm like, for me, it was like, why did you have to end the story on that note when it was a great it was, to me at the time? I mean, I know you didn't feel like it was, but I thought it was a good episode. Why spoil it with that kind of a holy shit moment at the end? Because mm-hmm. it could have just been just a regular standard episode then you throw that in it's like okay well again the way most of the episodes are you never get to see kind of like the continuation of that story because that's not what the comic book is designed to do mm-hmm. and then to see the next episode and it's like okay well, what if Ultron won like okay well that's kind of cool and and then it does this whole thing and I'm like alright so you really are tying in all the other episodes because now the watcher who's watched everything happening sees this unfold and now it's the you know <laughs> like I I thought it was there were stuff that I liked I mean I liked the interaction between um, Black Widow and Hawkeye and it really cemented to me what they've had in the entire run of the MCU a good friendship mm-hmm. with jokes and all I don't need to know why he's got a, his a bionic arm I mean shit happens it's fucking comic books you mm-hmm. know um I thought it was funny. I thought it, it thought the two of them were charming and funny. And, you know, there are some, like, I thought it kind of got annoying. I mean, not annoying. I thought it was kind of funny with the watcher, you know, telling, telling Clint, like, oh, my God, it's right there. Just keeps right there. Like, yeah. you know, it's like <laughs> Just I can't look. get involved. It's like when you're watching a TV show and the, the guy's like, the killer's right there. Don't open that door. Don't open that door. You know, and... <laughs> And I was like, okay, I enjoyed that moment, but the whole and I, I, like, I didn't really care. Like when he was fighting, I'm like, you're, so you're fighting Watcher, you're knocking him through all these things. I mean, I guess you know, I don't know if you saw the. I didn't really notice it at the time. I saw it later, the Easter egg that they went through Mustafar, you know, 
in one of the dimensions, Darth Vader's home planet, mm-hmm. which ties in that, oh, my God, since Disney owns both, it makes it nice and easy. But, you know, at any given moment, the watcher could be watching Star Wars. <laughs> 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 He's <laughs> some fat 40-year-old. <laughs> right. Some, some <laughs> Sitting in his old. mom's basement. <laughs> right. He's Wars. just watching watching the adventures of Luke Skywalker, just sitting there going, dude, don't kiss her, it's your sister. Like, you know? <laughs> and that guy, he's your father. Oh, like, you just, he just, he's, you know, he's, he's basically doing the Leonardo DiCaprio point meme. Like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so seeing him go through that, I, it didn't register until I noticed somebody making a mention about it. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a cute little Easter egg, but that just means now that it's a, they they live in a shared universe. I'm like, all right. I guess that's possible. I mean, I just I hope I don't see the day where you know the Falcon's given you know Spider-Man a lift somewhere. <laughs> you know, get it, kid. I'll take you to the planet. <laughs> we'll start our own secret war. Don't mind the Wookie. <laughs> My name's Han. Captain Solo. <laughs> Grumble, grumble. You might Get know me from my... your history as Indiana Jones. <laughs> right. Get on my plane. <laughs> you know? Uh, um, I mean, and then it ended the way it ended. Again, it made me feel like... Uh, like uh, Spoilers. They, he went to Doctor Strange, the one where basically Doctor Strange destroyed his whole universe, except him living for himself, living in that jewel almost. Mm-hmm. Um you know, for him going in there and being like, oh, you know, like, you got to say it, got to say it, you know, I need your help kind of thing. And I'm like, <sighs> all right, you know, like, okay. And it just made me feel like well, this, they're going to, they're going to sequelize this episode and they're going to, that's going to be the start of the, you know, I'm like, kind of, I, I just, I was annoyed because the one, you knew the moment he said that I couldn't interfere in the very first episode, you knew he was eventually going to break that. Right. Eventually. Could you have waited maybe more than just eight episodes? I just kind of feel like, you know, that could have been like a season five cliffhanger or something. Right. You know, where he finally goes, you know, and I got to stop this, you know, for whatever reason. Instead of just being like, oh, shit, I'm about to get jumped and I have to kind of scream at basically my television and hope that, you know, that they realize it because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't get involved because I just watch pervert. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, I, so I guess if there's one more episode, I guess hopefully they'll 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 redeem themselves for me. I mean, I I like the series overall, and again, one bad episode doesn't make a whole series suck. Right. I overall on a scale of one to ten, I would give it the whole series about an eight at the moment. Okay, you know, um, so I was I was okay with it. <laughs> didn't, didn't, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't really like, oh, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought, I thought, I thought, like I said, there was a lot of elements in it I enjoyed highly more than I did the last episode. So I was like, right. I was like, so it was more enjoyable. I didn't like how the end. They, they, I'm like, ah, oh, tell, tell me they're going to tie like a bunch of these episodes together to make it more, right. you know, cohesive. And I'm like, that's not what what if's all about. It was never like, oh, because of this, you know, this, you know, it's like, no, 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 like no, it's just one off and that's it. And you move on to the next one. It's yeah. Right. I just feel like, you, you, wait, are you going to have? Are you going to pull in zombie Steve Rogers to eat fucking Ultron? Like, you know, or are you going to have undead Hulk fight him or something? I just, I'm like, 
oh, I really hope they don't do that. But right, see, I, hope, I hope the one of zombie one is not, you know, like not the one that they use. <laughs> right, the one that you didn't really like yeah. at all. You know, <laughs> <laughs> to be like the the glue that holds the whole episode together. <laughs> I mean, I think I think they. I was thinking they probably going to use the like the Star Lord one with Chachala. Maybe those those characters. Right. You know, I don't know. Right. I'm trying to trying to remember to <laughs> party party Thor in. Dude, bro. <laughs> Dude, you just need to chillax, man. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, what else did you do? Uh, well, also, you know, going on with Disney Plus, oh. um, uh-huh. there was a uh, thing called uh, Star Wars Visions. Uh, I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, I watched the first one. Yeah, because it was late. I, I enjoyed it. I thought the animation was kind of cool. That black and white thing. Um, go ahead. So what do you think? I, I saw them all. I, I thought they were brilliant. Um, I have it there. Apparently, there is little seven-minute documentaries for each one because uh, cool. you know they basically took all these Japanese anime studios and you know gave them like here's here's Star Wars characters. Do do what you think. You know, give us create a story and all. And I mean, some of them are like eh, like the story wise, but the, some of them are really great. Like I like the sack. I like the first one that was the best I thought, but the second one was really good. I like that one. Um, and there was a few others. I'm trying, I can't think of off the top of my head. Cause it's, it seems like it was a while ago. It's probably, I think it was over a week ago that I saw these, but it mean, just, uh, the, the twins one wasn't bad. There was this, the third one. I'm looking, actually okay. looking at them now. Um, the Village Bride is that's one of the ones you've got to go. What? <laughs> uh, uh, the Ninth Jedi was good. Um, I like that one a lot. Um, and then um, the Elder was weird, but it was good. Um, I thought that was really like I said. They were. I thought they were. They overall they were all really good episodes. Yeah, I was just saying there was a couple here. There's like a TB. They call him Toby, but it's T O T or T zero B one is a robot. And he wants okay. to become like a Jedi and travel the world and stuff. And it, it was really, that one was really weird, like to watch, you know, kind of thing. Right. But it was like, it made sense at the end. You're like, oh, all right, now I get all of it, you know, because some of it was just hard to like, oh, what the hell just happened? And, you know, like, and I think it was like time lapses were happening and you just don't realize it because it's not like, you know, the robots get old. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> they don't okay. age. So it's not, it's hard to tell, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, and like I said, there was a there was a lot of great episodes, uh, you know, all in all. Some of the other ones were okay, but the the uh, the the first one was really, I think, the most. The duel was the most brilliant one out of all of them. You know, kind I mean, of. I I said I watched that one because when I first saw the thing, I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw they were like fifteen minutes. I'm like, oh, well, I don't have a lot of free time at the moment, and I feel like if I sat down, I could probably bang this out in like two hours if that mm-hmm. you know um and i'm like okay well maybe i'll just I'll wait for a day where i'm actually off from work and not having the day off with stacy so that way i can lay in bed and watch it and do that all that stuff and i never got the opportunity um but i've one of my co-workers brought it up and i was like i'm going to watch it and he talked about the first one i mean he didn't talk about the first one he talked about people complaining about the first one that somebody honestly said that they shouldn't have brought in any kind of the Japanese culture into Star Wars. <laughs> Jeez. And I just felt like, tell me you've you've never seen Star Wars, and I'd never tell me you've ever seen Star Wars. <laughs> like, you're like, did, did you never see an ounce of 
an interview with George Lucas ever and telling you what his influence his you know what influenced him to make the movie the Kurosawa films were not the gates and the seven samurai idiot (laughs) 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 I was like when he told me that I was like you're you're kidding right there's people actually complaining about about this how why I mean it's it's in its own mythology I mean shit even the Jedi dress like samurai (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with robes and swords and um, a code of honor, like you clearly have no idea, uncultured swine. <laughs> um, I but I'm, I was always interested in, seeing, in in watching it, so maybe I'll watch it this week. Um, because I remember, I don't know. I, I'm going to ask you since you've seen them all <sighs> years ago. Somebody made a. Japanese anime dogfight. Yes, I, I've I've only seen it online. I don't really know much about it, and I was like curious to see maybe if they were able to find that and put it into the visions. No, they didn't. They they you know, they didn't put that on there. I'm sure it was somebody probably um, you know mentioned that, but these were all unique storylines right. to it and all, and it like like. The one you're talking about online, it's about like basically showing like it's 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 like the true kind of like if you were a Star Wars person and you had Japanese anime like and that that's what it was it was it was more Star Wars than it was Japanese right you know, type of thing like it showed like the vehicles and the the gears moving and all the this stuff right. like you know type of thing and then you would see the face of the pilot and it would zoom out and it then you see the helmet very Ghost in the Shell of right Kira that anime style right yeah like like the vision ones are nothing like that at all like kind okay. of thing they're they're right. they're, they're like based off of tra- true japanese kind of storylines and like right. i said that's like if like if you're 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 a japanese anime fan you'd probably you're probably gonna eat these up and then love them you know right. kind of thing if, I, I honestly thought you were gonna talk about the uh lego star wars uh terrifying tales <laughs> that's my next <laughs> All right. I did watch that today because I, I actually I, I turned on Disney Plus today and I'm like I'm like oh you know I I I want to see what else is going on you know kind of thing and all that was the first thing that came up on the screen and I'm like and Star Wars Lakers terrifying tales I'm like you know it's only 45 minutes I'll I'll I'll, I'll burn through this, you know under an hour and I'll watch it you know kind of thing um yeah I don't think Lego Star Wars is for me. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, that being said, I did enjoy it. Uh, you know, it was, you know, it's 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 just when you take s- stories that we know of as horror stories in a way, and I mean, some of them weren't really that as scary now. Like if you if you watch these movies now because they're so old, and you're going, they're not really as scary as like to some of the horror movies today, you know, kind of thing, because you you've. I think get uh, blinded by it by so many things happening like that that you go oh it's nothing um, it's just kidifying this these horror stories you're kind of like it makes it like most ridiculous you know what I'm saying well, well it, it's, it's it's funny you mentioned that because Stacey and I watched it last night um, and the first little thing is the Lost Boy you know because it's like they're, they're telling me these tales and I as a Lost Boys fan thought it was cute you know, 
and funny. And the moment I heard who's playing, you know, the lead bad guy, I was like, "That's Christian Slater!" Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" They got they got him to play, and I was like, and I'm like, "Oh, he's supposed to be David." I get it. And then halfway through the show, like, I didn't know what movie that they were referencing in the second story. I kind of felt like it was a Frankenstein-esque type of movie that they were referencing. Um, no, that was the, the Monkey's Paw? No, the Monkey Paw is the third one. The Monkey Paw, the Monkey's Paw was basically a Twilight Zone episode. Yes. Uh, right. But in between the Lost Boy and the Monkey's Paw, there was a, cen- a, cen- a centerpiece <laughs> that had a title card and it looked like, to me, it felt like very much like the Bride of Frankenstein type deal. But I wasn't sure which one they're parodying, parodying um, with that with the the episode, uh, or with that section of the show. You're gonna you're now looking it up. So I'm I am I'm fast forwarding through the episode <laughs> right now as we're talking just to see because I'm like now like curious to go and wait. I don't remember this. Like <laughs> right there's there's three stories in that entire 45. There's three stories plus the overall. It's like basically the Twilight Zone the movie. Little stories that encompass a overall story. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh! This, yeah, the one with the 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 the, the night sisters and uh, bringing back Kylo Ren and the the bring bringing back. I don't know if I, I I'm assuming like that one was to me was more of like the like like kind of like almost like a like a history of like Star Wars in a way because that in the Clone Wars that's where the night sisters do bring back Kylo Ren and uh, right, Kylo Ren. But, sorry, Darth Maul. Right, but in it, it's it's. The it's supposed to be a theme, like of a movie. Like okay, for example, like the Lost Boy. You know, they did the spoofs of him having the long hair. They're like a motorcycle gang. They even did the hanging out underneath the train train tracks. You know, like to me, it was very much a very much a parody of the Lost Boys through Lego, which I never would have thought I've seen. I would ever see. So to me, it was funny. But halfway through the show, Stacey's like, "How is this for kids?" Because all the references and all the jokes they're making are very they're out of date almost for like a modern kid like as an adult I chuckled my ass off through the entire Lost Boy section I thought the monk I, I always I played a lot of the the Lego games so I've always found them endearing and cute and funny um, I understand that you know you don't have a funny bone <laughs> what <laughs> nah, I don't have a, I have a funny bone I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding I'm just just Josh and Ed <laughs> Uh, no, I just. Now you're I, right. I, I know. I, I know. A lot of the jokes were tailored to more mature audience. The kids probably like it just because it's got you know like Legos and their punchline setups up and stuff. But the stuff that they're parodying are more for the parents. And I was like, oh, okay, I recognize that. I kind of get that. That's cute. That's funny. Um, some of the jokes landed. Some of them didn't. You know. Right. Um, but that's kind of the way it is with any kind of comedy. I, I, I was, I enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if I'd be like, oh, I'm going to throw that in my Star Wars collection. I, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, this is great and all. Maybe if you guys would spend more, more, a little bit more time on releasing the goddamn Jedi, what do you call it, the Skywalker Saga game, I might be able to appreciate this more. <laughs> <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Um, so did you, but overall you enjoyed it? I enjoyed it. No, I did. I, you know, cause it's, it was, it was, it was a fun, like, kind of like, you know, nostalgic ride. Cause I'm thinking like, okay, Lost Boys. And I got that one, the, 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 the dueling monstrosities. I don't know where that was parried. I just was looking. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. I do remember it right. as being like 
the the first part of the scene was like how the like in the Clone Wars the Night Sisters bring back uh, Darth Maul in in this you know in the, right. in the in the in the, sh- in the series, and then the two like the him and him and um, General Revis were basically in competition. It's and I was like every like all the set they were always in competition with each other trying to. Be the the their apprentice, you know, or the master trying to think. Right. Well, a lot of them are just trying to get the apprentice, so that way they can kill the master and become the master. Um, so that was the, the you know the idea of it. So I don't know if it really was supposed to be parrying something because if it did, it just didn't. It didn't right. flow well enough to go. Oh, I I recognize this as this. Like the monkey's paw, I recognize more, and I know that's a Twilight Zone <laughs> episode. Right, and right. I'm like, I haven't seen Twilight Zone in, you know. Phew, a lot of years, you know, kind of thing. But you know, you go monkeys. Well, oh, I know that episode, <laughs> or the you know right. the other ones. Like, oh, I know that episode. Like, you know, you, you it's it sticks out in your mind that that one did not, you know, type of thing. So, uh, so I don't know. Um, what else did you do this week or uh, these last two weeks? Continuing on with the Disney again. One last thing was Cruella. Mm-hmm. We watched my wife and I watched Cruella oh, yeah. uh, over a week ago, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, you know, it was it was. It was. It's definitely worth seeing on Disney Plus. I know you. Paid, <laughs> I know you paid for it. I know what's what's killer is is that the other day I was like flipping through, you know, like Voodoo and all, and now it's like fifteen bucks. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care, Ed. I don't care. <laughs> you'll, cr- you'll cry after the show. Good <laughs> <laughs> crop a little ball going. <laughs> Why is he being so Cruella? <laughs> And it's Mr. DeVille. <laughs> to you. It's Mr. DeVille to you, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I highly enjoyed it. I recommend it if anybody wants, hasn't seen it yet. Um, it's definitely worth the watch. It was, it was. I like the special effects. I thought they were really good, done well. Um, right. The whole overall story was really done well. Um, you know, and, and I, I mean, to me, it was one of those movies where I didn't really feel... I you you always feel sorry for the villain, you know, kind of thing, and right. I I felt half sorry for it and I half didn't like you know like it was that split per- and I'm like this is great like you know, kind of thing because there was there were moments you're going oh my gosh like but then there was times you're like you know you're a bitch like <laughs> like, right, well, like okay let me let's, let's let's since you've seen it and I've seen it let's 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 talk about it. we both I agree I liked it a lot too when it, back then so right now if anybody's listening to the show for the first time you and I both give the, the Cruella a two thumbs up right right but i agree there are moments where they try to like with maleficent they make you not feel bad but they kind of make you root for the bad guy Uh like they want you to under like understand them and with cruella you kind of go all right so she has this arc and you're like okay i get it fine that's all but spoilers there's a moment where she gives the the um she gives away two Dalmatian dogs to the two people that were most influenced in her life, or, or they basically sets up like a sequel, mm-hmm. um, or it sets up the 101 Dalmatians movie. Yeah, uh, whether you go animated or live action doesn't matter. But the problem I have with the entire since she gives them both the the dogs, and then obviously they meet, and then they have the 101 puppies, and then she wants to murder them all to make a coat. That's the part where I, it loses me because it's like, wait, you gave them the dogs that's going to cause you to want to murder all of them? 
like I, I get why I get why you might not like Dalmatians. You know, I get it. Personal grief, personal grudge. Right. Sure. So then you know what you give them. You give those two people the dogs, and then they they eventually meet. They and then they have a hundred and one puppies, and all of a sudden you go into a murderous rage and you want to kill them all. Like I don't. Like I don't, how are you going to explain the sequel if you make it? Because I think that it. I don't know. It, it does leave. Obviously, it does leave off for a sequel because it leaves off with 101 Dalmatians. Um, right. I thought she was great, and I thought she was good. I, you know, I thought she fit the role pretty pretty good. I, I, we talked about. It. I like the music. I like the the look of it. it was nice. Um, the that mid credit scene with you know if you don't pay attention if you don't if you don't see you don't know it. But I just felt like, well, I kind of would have wished you wouldn't have done that because now I'm like. Now I got questions, and you're probably <laughs> never really going to answer them. Like, what? Because she's almost not redeemed, but she's almost likable at the end because she gets her quote unquote revenge. She, you know, her reason, her reason for doing the things that she does is over. You know, now she can go do whatever she wants to do, become her own fashion designer, whatever. And then all of a sudden, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. She's now. Ooh, 101 Dalmatians. Where's my car? Right. You know, it's it's, it's it was ridiculous because you go you go you go where where does this go? Like there's there's got to be like an in between because the only thing is is like you're going. Does she hate the one in the Dalmatians? That ones that attacked her, um, her mom, her mom, or her her uh, well guardian, I guess. Because she's not her mother. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, yeah, not really her mother, but her her. Yeah, well, her yeah, her caretaker, her caretaker, her yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like you know, like like she she gets revenge for that, but you're going, why'd you give away those two Dalmatians? Like, you know, like type of thing. Like why 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 did you do that? Like now, like are you waiting for them now to have puppies so that way you can make that coat? And like that's the reason why right. you know. Like, I feel I feel like they're gonna try to squeeze it to a trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> like because you need that moment where she gets so mad and so outraged and so. I mean, she seems very um, unhinged throughout some of the movie. Um, right. So I feel like maybe there is like an, a sequel. She gets pushed fully over the edge to the part where she just goes batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. And that might feed into the 101 Dalmatians. But I don't know. Like, Do you or can you? It's like, um, it's like making a movie about Ursula. Ursula is traditionally a, 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 a villain. Right. How do you make her sympathetic? You know, or how do you... It's like giving Scar an origin story. Like, you... Cruella is probably the only one out of the bunch that I feel like is inherently just a bad person. I mean, she wants to kill dogs. I mean, you know, the thing is, it's funny is, in the movie does answer, what's worse than killing puppies? Killing a child? <laughs> <laughs> like, wanting to murder a kid? <laughs> <laughs> like that's because you're like oh okay that's that's the only way you can make Emma Thompson's character even more evil than Cruella Deville. I mean it's right there in her name Cruella. <laughs> 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 you know I, I but like I said I I really enjoyed that movie. It's, it, that ending was just kind of a head scratcher. I was like mm. all right I get it. You want to make a nod to the original movie? You did that enough. There was enough Easter eggs in it to kind of fill that void, but you really had to. I guess you know, for the those for the those in the cheap seats, we got to dumb it down a little bit. 
<laughs> they're going, oh, it's about 101 Dalmatians. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it, it, it is. Idiot. <laughs> now watch this old cartoon. <laughs> right. Or watch this live action version with, with what do you call it? Uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close, right. Which I heard is, is good. I mean, good enough to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Hold on. No. no, I haven't seen that. Stacy's <laughs> like, now give me the clutch or pearls look. Because I said I never saw it. <laughs> Why would I see it? I'm not even that fan of the movie, of the original cartoon. <laughs> I There's just certain Disney movies that just weren't for me. And, and 101 Dalmatians was <laughs> one of them. That, the Aristocats, um, the Great Mouse Detective. I don't think I never saw that one. Really? Um, yeah, and I'm a Sherlock Holmes fan. So I, mean, I feel like I, I'm kind of... I guess I should give that one a shot. I'm sure Disney Plus has got it. Oh, you know? sure. <laughs> you know, maybe one. Maybe I'll I'll sit down and try to get the, through the Mouse Detective. Um, what's uh? I'm trying to think of the one with the two mice. Um, oh shit! And they had like a seagull. Uh, the rescuers and the rescuers the down rescuers, under. Yeah, yeah. Never, never. I was never like. But at that point, I think. There's a moment where I have to look at what year they were out and go, oh, okay. The reason why I didn't watch it was because I was this. Oh, I was this at this age. Like the Rescuers, I want to say it was maybe in the 80s. I feel like it, or maybe late 70s. I, I'm not right. really sure. Yeah, one was one was like in the 70s. One was in the 80s. The sequel was right. the Rescuers and I'll down there. At that point, as a as a 10, 9, 10, 11 year old boy, the last thing I want to be is like, I want to watch a Disney movie. You know, I'm, I'm especially I've already been indoctrinated with Star Wars and Terminator, and you know, well, Terminator's a little too early for late for that. Stacy's like seventy-seven, she right? Seven. Right. I was seven years old when the, when that came out, and guess what? I was I was probably re- deep into getting Star Wars and action figures. Couldn't give a shit about cartoon mice. <laughs> I was all about the live action Falcon and the Darth Vader's and the woo. I was all boy. <laughs> I was all boy. I was all seven year old boy and out going, This is great. Pew 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 pew. Sean, you wanna watch about mice, a cartoon about mice? No. I've seen Tom and Jerry. Get out of my way. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> well they do have both they have to have the great mouse detective, the rescuers and the rescuers down under Oliver and Company. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Oliver and Company. No, I have seen the movie. The Aristocats. It's Oliver Twist. It's Disney's version of Oliver, Oliver Twist, Twist with it. dogs. That's right. Cats. May I have some more, sir? I don't like you right now. Stacy's mad at me because I haven't seen any of those. <laughs> so I, had she known this over a year ago, we probably would have never gotten married. <laughs> Apparently. I, I, I've committed some immortal sin that I'm not aware of because I've never seen The Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> How can you not see that? I've seen the important ones. <laughs> the important ones. Right. I'm going to say, you know, the Aladdins, the baby. The <laughs> right. This is, this is getting weirder and weirder. Because <laughs> you're an adult at that point. Right, because I'm an adult. And I'm like, okay, I like Robin Williams. He's the voice of the genie. I'll go see that. You know, I'm like, okay, Little Mermaid. All right, I'll go see that. Sure, why not? You know, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, you know what? This is the first time ever in an animated movie is using computers. I got to be there for that. <laughs> like, like there's these moments of that's how I rationalize. But at seven years old, look, I got pew, 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 spaceships and guns and, oh, talking mice that 
travel down a sewer or something. I don't even remember. <laughs> like, I don't even know. It's so bad. <laughs> the rescuers. I'm assuming they're rescuing something. If not, they wouldn't have it in the title. <laughs> and rescuers down under means they go to Australia because I know that down under is the name for Australia, the nickname. I get all that. <laughs> Couldn't tell you exactly anything about the plots. I'm assuming they're going to quote unquote rescue something. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm got to I'm got to text Stacy and say you have to take him on an adventure of all these movies. <laughs> make him watch them. <laughs> she, no, you know I guarantee you don't have to text her. She probably is going to make me watch them now. <laughs> She's like, oh, she just went, oh, you're watching them. She's saying that because like, you've never seen Oliver and Company. No, you know why? Because I know it's I know the plot. <laughs> She's not yelling at me. <laughs> she's like, you know, when I make references to the sassy dog, Reba McIntyre is in it. Like, oh, had I known that in 1977, I would have been right there. <laughs> had I known, A, who Reba McIntyre was, because, you know, country singer, I'm from up north. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I. 88, uh, the rescuers down underwear. No, Oliver Comforter was 88. Yes. I was 18 years old, not graduating from high school. <laughs> I was busy doing my own rescuing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was getting Oliver and company in different ways, I guess. I don't know. I was doing that does not else. sound good. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You were experimenting with I, Oliver, apparently. I was, I was just, you know, <laughs> no interest at 18. You know, you know, I'll watch the shit out of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> you know, because it's got jokes in it. Like, it's got Bugs Bunny in it. I'm, I'm all there for that. That's why. I'm a, I allow myself one cartoon a year. In 1988, it was either Roger Rabbit or Oliver and Company. And I was like, I'm going to go with the, the foul mouth baby instead of the cute puppy dog there that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the story I'm sticking to it Oliver's <laughs> a cat the, the, the cigar chewing baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> go give me a racing form hot toots give me a you know looking up the dress I think they take I think they took that out now um <laughs> you know, <laughs> please Eddie <laughs> that was that was more my speed <laughs> not, I have some more bones, please, sir. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess, you know, there you go. <laughs> You're going to be on a Disney kick for a while. Right. Uh, so, Sean, what you do next show? Show, Sean, what you do? I watched every single fucking David Disney animated. I watched every single Disney animated movie twice just to make sure. <laughs> so I can't get yelled at next time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't went with the obscure ones that probably aren't even on Disney because they probably don't own that. What do you call it? Like, uh, what's the one? Fifel? It's DreamWorks. Um, Somewhere. America Tale. An American Tale. American Tale. Yeah. I know it's not Disney. I know it's DreamWorks. Yeah. Because it was Spielberg. But, you know, nice story about a Jewish mouse trans- going across country. <laughs> <laughs> that was Oi, the sequel. I'm a- that's the, yeah, the five goes, goes west. west yes. Yeah. Oi, must go west. Here's gold with them heels. <laughs> 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 Gotta pack up my Torah and my mezuzah 
I'm going to travel out west because I'm a Fievel, the mouse. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Somewhere out there. Ooh. Beneath the great blue sky. Oh, oh, oh my back. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to go on crate. Now I'm going to go watch these movies. I have no interest in watching as an adult. Didn't, couldn't care about them as a child. Didn't care about them as an adult. Now I'm forced to. Why? Because of love. <laughs> I did it for love. I did it because my wife told me I had to do it. <laughs> Marriage. Make the compromises. The compromises. She tells me what to do, and I say okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Only took me a year and a half to realize that. But all right. <laughs> marriages. That's the compromise. I'm going to tell you what to do, and you say okay. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> Do you watch anything else on Disney Plus? No, that is all the Disney Plus. Um, right. I did. I did continue on with the Terry Gilliam movies. Okay. Uh, this week movie was The Adventures of Baron Mochausen, and it's that one I saw bits and pieces of. Okay, <laughs> this this is the movie. I mean, I haven't probably seen it in thirty years. You know, probably when it came out or or you know on video or something like that. We watched or something like that. I kind of remember or seeing it on TV. Probably I watched it. So I don't really remember it type of thing. So, you know, when Stepan and I were sitting there, like, you know, going through the movies, it was that either that one or Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky was Terry Gilliam's first film. And he's like, he's like, you know, either one. And I'm like, well, you pick. And he's like, so he picked The Adventures of Baron Melchhausen. And, I, you, you know, sometimes you, you have to watch it with the right people. Because <laughs> he kept asking me questions. And I'm like, I haven't seen it in, in over – like 40 years <laughs> like 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 i think it was like 89 or 88 it came out i'm thinking i probably haven't seen it since like the 90s or something like that so it's been like 30 you know 30 years that i've seen this movie and you're expecting me to remember anything because he's like he's like this has got to be based off of something and i'm like maybe it is like 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 i don't know the history of this like oh, it's kind of like watching it brand new with you like like, <laughs> right. like, like i haven't to think think of it this way i haven't seen it Thing. Like, I don't know. So I had to look it up. You know, apparently it is from like this. It's a German from German, like folk uh, tales. Right. And from the 1780s. And uh, it's about this guy who has these extraordinary adventures. And that's what it was. It was an extraordinary adventure. It had a, it had a really good class. It had Uma Thurman in it. Uh, Eric Idle, John Neville. Um, it also had um, uh Robin Williams was in it, which I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was the reason why I think that I remember wanting to see it because, as a Robin Williams fan, I was like, oh, he's in it, and he's like a giant head floating around.' Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's like you just do what you want there, Robin. right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, so I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, like the, of course there was a lot of questions at the end, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know how to answer it either. Um, but it was it was really good. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. You know, um, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to continue on. I'm going to try and watch every episode, I can, every movie I can uh, that I have here. And so, uh, so this that was this week's. But I I recommend it. I do. If you, uh, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like almost like a child's movie in a way, but it's not like because there's a lot of adult themes in it. But because uh, there's like a child that goes with him through this adventure, she stows away on the ship. They like he has a flying ship that they make. 
that he's going to go reinforcements. So they they use women's knickers to basically to create this balloon and and they blow it up and they you know he they take he takes off and then he finds his servants because he has these uh, amazing servants. One runs really fast. One has great hearing and and can blow. Um, they can have a super breath. Um, another one has a, a good eyesight that he's a trick shot that he could cheat, you know, from hundreds of miles away. And then and one that's really strong. So he has to go find them. And uh, as he's adventuring, he gets younger because he's actually telling the story because it starts off as a play about him. Like, you know, these actors are playing this and it's going on during this war. Like, basically, they're in this little town and these walls are protecting them. But there's like cannon fire coming over. But there's this play going on inside of a theater to try and, I guess, um, make the people at ease uh, doing it. So they, they have these adventures. They keep talk, talking about the adventures of Baron Melchizen. And Baron Melchizen walks in as an old man. And he's like, no, no, you're not telling the story right. And then he starts telling the story. And it goes into like a, a, explosions hit the theater. And then this adventure starts off. And at the end of it, it's basically him telling the story. And you're going... Oh, like, you know, like he, how he saved this town, you know, kind of thing. And then, of course, they don't believe him. And then they open the gates. And, of course, everybody's gone. And it's just like you're going, how do you do that? You know, kind of thing. He was telling the story. Like, and you go and, well, it was the truth. You know, I, it was it was really bizarre. It was it was it was, it was one of those movies that's like a thinker. It's another thinker movie, but it was <laughs> it's right. enjoyable. It wasn't like, oh, you have to overthink it. You know, kind of, thing. of course, Sipon had to analyze it very thoroughly right <laughs> you know and it's just like does that. it's <laughs> like it's just an entertaining movie yeah you know, just were you entertained yes then there you go like job done <laughs> all right so and then uh finally uh i didn't finish it yet because i just started watching it this, this afternoon I did, I did watch the end of it last night because my wife wanted to see it. it was the many states of newark uh came out on uh, hbo max this week uh started right. friday um, so, so we got HBO Max for this month, and uh, she she watched. And I watched the end. I thought it was interesting the end. So I was like, oh, let me let me watch it. So I got like forty some minutes into it. So I I watched most of the film. You know, like I haven't. There's like probably a good another f- uh, forty minutes probably I have to watch of it to fully get the whole thing. Um, but okay. uh, you know, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. <laughs> I I haven't what. I was gonna say, did you ever watch The Sopranos? That's that's what I was getting at. I've I've only seen like episodes here and there and scenes and stuff like that. But I've never because I never have really had HBO that I watched like oh The Sopranos are on. I'm gonna watch this thing through you okay. know end to end you know type of thing. It makes me watching this kind of made me go well maybe I'm I'm kind of interested maybe now in seeing The Sopranos and watching the whole series. Mm-hmm. But you know I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm gonna do that because this this month's gonna be pretty busy for me. But um. But it, it, like I said, like I, I like it's like oh you know it's an old gangsters kind of movie like old mob like uh, you know style movie because it's based in the sixties and seventies I think you know at this point and uh, so it's kind of like oh you know I enjoyed like Casino and and uh, 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 you know um, uh, Goodfellas you know watching those movies I think it's kind of along those lines so it's, it is it's kind of like 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 that in a way and it's just it was interesting so um, um, so far what I've seen I've, I've enjoyed so I recommend it so if you're uh, even if you're not a Sopranos fan, it's still pretty, uh, pretty good. Okay, I, 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 be honest, I am hearing not good things about it. 
And that could be no wait no. That's just why I asked if you were a Sopranos fan because maybe that has something to do with it. I I don't know because um, I've not seen it and I'm not sure. Like, well, the thing this... the thing is like you you're watching it and like some of the characters are younger now. So like some of the characters that are in the show are younger versions of themselves. Right. Like Tony right, Soprano which... is played by. His James Gaynor the Phoenix Sun. So yeah. you're going, oh, okay. So he's playing the kid in the in the in the movie, and you're going, okay, you know, well, not the whole time because there's actually younger ep- scenes that are like he's even younger than the way he's now. So you're 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 you know he's playing like the 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 older kid, you know, uh, in the movie. Right. Cause they they got James Gaynor Phoenix kid to play him in the Sopranos movie, and they got other people to play like Polly and 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 Big Pussy. Probably they don't call him that. And, yet or maybe they do I don't know um, but there's I guess I kind of maybe that helps not watching the show because when you watch the show and you know these people pretty well to go back in time I don't, I don't know like I said as a person who's seen every episode of The Sopranos but not has not watched this movie like I said I, I've heard the buzz on the internet Ed is that it's not good okay. but again you look Ultimately, you watched it. You were entertained by it. You liked it. That's right. all really matters, right? I'm gonna say it is. It is a slow burn kind of a movie. You know, you're, you're, yeah, it shows that way too. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I was gonna ask you. I'm like, is it the show like that? Because I imagine that's what it's like. Because it's um, real. There's a lot of like setups, you know, kind of thing, and you're, you're 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 building up, and then that big moment happens. Like, boom! It's the big payoff, and you're going, okay, you know, like. You know, it's like all right, and then and then and it goes back to you know that like we got to build it up, we got to build it up, we got to build it up, and then boom, and then there you go, you go okay, you know right. now now. So. Go ahead. I mean, unless unless the show, well, I guess to for me, not having seen it yet, was there anything in the movie that it builds up that never had a payoff in the film? So far, no. Okay. So far, the only was the only thing that I'm going to say that I thought was not a good idea in the movie. Was they have, um, oh shit. <laughs> this is why who, you should make, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> and Goodfellas, who played, uh, oh fuck. Jesus motherfucking Christ. You, you gotta be kidding me. I'm blanking out. If you were saying that, I would know the names. I'd be like, yeah, it's this guy, you know. Like, Ray Liotta? That's the one. <laughs> they they have Ray Liotta in it, you know. And he plays okay. like an, an aged gangster like type of thing, like like, like kind of like head of the family or whatever. Okay. And well, I don't want to say something happens to him. I'm, I'm assuming he dies. <laughs> okay, it's a gangster. Movie. It's a gangster. Movie. Something happens to him. I'm not going to say. I got to keep my mouth shut. You know, what I'm saying if you if you want to draw your own conclusions, you draw your own conclusion. Look, I'm just. I, I'm it's, just saying it's something movie, happened. It's, it's a movie about Tony Soprano rising to power, becoming Tony Soprano of the TV show The Sopranos. So I'm assuming not everybody makes it at the end, except right. for Tony and the crew but, that you see but later in the years. But it's like it's like it's like 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 quarterway through the movie this happens, and you're going, "Oh my right, god!" Right? Okay. And then the the guy who plays, like I guess because he I guess they reference him in the show because Seal said they do Uncle Dicky. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He goes. He goes. Visits his his father's his father is Ray Liotta's character. I don't know. I don't know his name. The the, the father of Uncle Dicky is right. 
So he goes visits his brother, his uncle, essentially. And so they, when he goes into prison and he's visiting him, they use Ray Liotta again. Like it's, I guess it's twin brother. I guess like he had a okay. twin brother, but it was just so weird because it's just like you go and it's the same guy. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, like, like they could have made him the Muppets a little bit differently. You know, it was, and, it, and if they did, it wasn't was it was just too subtle. Like you just go and. Hey, didn't he just die in a fire? Like, like, <laughs> right. Like, you know, and it was just a scene ago. Like, what the hell happened? You know, like, because like, that was the thing. Like, like I'm, I'm watching it, like, and I'm, I'm like getting ready and all because I'm, I, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm setting up the show for the show to do this and I'm watching this. And he burns and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm watching the end with the seal last night and I'm thinking, wait, how did he survive if he's dead? Like, Right, like surprise! How does this work? Is this like I a had soap a twin opera? The entire time, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm like, days of our lives should be so here. <laughs> Next thing you know, he wakes up, he has amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who the fuck I am. <laughs> okay, but I mean, you know, like I said, like. It's not an overly exciting movie, but you know, it's just like if you want like right. a like if you haven't seen Sopranos, which is probably what me and other one other guy, if, <laughs> right? Right. If you haven't seen Sopranos and you like those gangster movies, you might enjoy this. You know, I'm like, I think I, I think my sister was talking to somebody on online and saying she liked it, um, despite bad reviews. She wanted to watch it anyway. So I, think, I think she enjoyed it, and I think she also watched the Sopranos because, you know. I think I think she's watched it. I, I I don't know, but all right. I'm still I'm st- you know like like it took me a while to figure out what the why they call it the many seats in Newark too because you're going wait why and then it's like there's this one scene about a about like a, conf- a, a confirmation and they're talking about saints and I'm like is that what it's about and then there's this group of people that are the saints and I'm like oh maybe that's what it's about <laughs> yeah I still haven't figured out why they have <laughs> why the title is what it is but you know. Well, uh, if I figure it out next week, I'll let you know. Okay. (laughs) All right. So that is it for me, sir. I think I can't remember anything else that I did. uh, But how about you? What did you do? I know know you have a big story to tell and some (laughs) little ones. Oh, no, it's a big story. Okay. Um, The reason why we didn't do the show, well, last show we did, we talked about I needed an, an endoscopy. Um, but essentially it's basically they shove a tube down my throat and then after they did that they cleaned that tube off and then shoved it up my ass the following week (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's probably not the same tube but you get the picture (laughs) Um, I I, I suffer from some acid reflux and some stomach issues so they wanted to go um, check everything Um, I haven't gotten well the I didn't get like final results. I do have a, like a, a follow up in like November, so they didn't tell me to come into the office anytime soon. So I guess that's good. Mm-hmm. I think they said they they saw an ulcer. There was paperwork around her somewhere, but Stacy went on a mass cleaning and that it's gone. It's it's, <laughs> it's somewhere. Um, so it's uh like they found an ulcer and some they check everything everything passed I guess you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prep for that basically Ed is. Hey, after midnight, don't eat anything. Like I'm a fucking gremlin. Like I'm a mugwai. Don't <laughs> feed me after midnight, and you'll be fine. All right. Right. So you know, I go in, and, and um, you know, Stacy has to drive me home because I'm getting knocked out during the process. 
And, you know, um, I get up, I go, you know, go over there, and I go through the procedure. Not, it, it's very simple, very easy. I mean, they, of course, they ask you, you know, if you have contact with COVID, and, you know, you can't really have, like, someone in the waiting room. Stacey stayed in the waiting room um, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was, I'll be honest, I don't know how long it was. It felt very <laughs> did, did, you, did you did you, did you, you ask her when the doc came out that he zip his pants up? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, <laughs> but apparently I, I don't, I was, I, because I was under anesthetic, uh, anesthesia, um, I was a little loopy and Stacy says, and I don't remember this, but when I came out of the room, I was like, you know, she's, your wife here was like, yeah. And I was like, she's a very proud Texan or Southerner. I'm like, <laughs> what was that? Oh, um, she's a very proud Slytherin because she, <laughs> she had her. She's got this new Slytherin pullover that she was wearing, and I don't know why I said it. I guess I was high, you know. <laughs> I was high. Like, I was fucking high. She's a very, she's a very proud Slytherin. <laughs> Great. Like I, I don't know why, because it's not like we were talking about Harry Potter right back there. It's just came out you know um, <laughs> just came out like everything else. just came out well, well that's well, that was, <laughs> after, after my butt what no no actually this was the tummy so everything went fine like i didn't have any problems or anything nothing at all that was that was kind of a cakewalk and i'm like okay and look i'll be 100 percent honest this, this the colonoscopy ain't my first time having it done you know um and i was miserable the last time right like totally miserable um in my head, I'm like, it's we live in the fucking 21st century, isn't there? Like, we live in an era where there's micro cameras everywhere. Why the hell am I not just swallowing a pill and ha- and have it record through the entire process and fucking pick what you want from the footage? You know, <laughs> like, come on, we can do that. I know we can. I, you know, um, but we don't. I don't. They. I guess they don't. So. Um, the reason why I couldn't do the show last Sunday was because I had to do the prep work for, for the colonoscopy. And the prep work basically comes down to drinking, start, start waking the day up and having a clear liquid, clear liquid diet till about 3 p.m. And then I had to take uh, four, was it four? Yeah, four laxatives, right? Mm-hmm. And then start drinking this concoction that's basically human Drano. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, what happens is, is that during the course of the day, you're drinking the solution and with laxatives, everything decides to go, all right, everybody out. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Like, you know? <laughs> so, the, the main hurdle I had to overcome, though, besides that feeling of, I'm going to be shitting the rest of my day, um, is... I had to go to work. Oh, um, I, could, I couldn't find anybody to cover my shift. Um, so, I know, I, I, stupid, and again, this is my own fault. I didn't think, I thought my, um, it was going to be a Tuesday, Wednesday thing instead of a, a Sunday, Monday thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I had off the wrong day, or I had, uh, I had to take off days, but I never really got to my team to ask if anybody, I was trying to find coverage last minute and no one could do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, okay, like guess. The only thing I could do is ask one of my guys to stay longer with me because usually on Sundays I'm at work and 
I closed we close at six and I have um, a coworker leave at four. So like the last two hours of my day, I'm by myself. Um, but I didn't since I was taking this medicine at three and having to go through like I had to drink sixty four one hundred and twenty eight ounces of this stuff. Um, I will say though, honestly, this time it was better because the first time I did it with water. This time I did it with Gatorade, like uh, like uh, the clear gate, not clear Gatorade, but definitely like the yellow and white uh, clear liquid, anything you could see through, you know. Um, so I, I took it with that, and it, it seemed to go down easier. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at like, so I had my coworker stay like the rest of the day with me, like till six o'clock, and at six o'clock I was like, okay, you can go. Um, but I was getting kind of miserable. Because, you know, I'm like, it's just going to, at any given moment, I'm already two hours in it. Sooner or later, it's going to be shitsville, you know. And sure enough, I was like, I shut the gate. and like, Okay, have a nice day. Fire in the hole, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, at least, you know, at least I'm not, there's no guests around. There's no customers. I can get. Just, we're shut down for the night. So I go back and, you know, start the process, Ed. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and. And I did, and and then I did again, and I did it again, and then just all night long, all night, because I had to drink this stuff and it had to be done by midnight. That was another key. Right. It was like you can't have you can have a liquid diet. I had like soup for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I had Jello for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then I had to you know eat this, drink this goop, um, which again didn't taste horrible because it was it was being masked by the flavor of the Gatorade. So. Mm. Ed, I highly recommend get like Gatorade. It helps. <laughs> you know, taking the inside tip from Sean from Geeksters, if you're gonna have to take the stuff, take it with a little bit of Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> so I get done all the stuff and like but at this point, um I couldn't do the show, Ed, because every twenty minutes I had to go to the bathroom. It felt like every twenty it's like every time I took it, every twenty every twenty minutes I had to take a eight ounce glass of this stuff hmm. and the moment I took the 8 ounces within like 30 seconds I'm in the bathroom now I know it's not from that shot it's from the shot previous but it just it was non-stop it was just like okay gotta go again alright gotta go again and the whole show would be like <laughs> and you know I gotta hold can you push pause for a second I'll be back in like 20 minutes or something. Not even 20 minutes. It was very like 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, but the show, we it's long enough as it is. And when we record, it would just be like three or four times longer. Shit, we'd probably still be doing it. <laughs> like, So it was just easier just to have the day off and just be miserable and quiet and just kind of like, let me just maybe I can get some video gaming in because I, got, I now have a PS5, you know. I might be able to put my hands on it, you know, just kind of huh. be able to enjoy my time to like recoup or prep myself. Mm. Um, that's why we didn't do the show. The next day, I go. Um, that apparently the process takes a little longer because there's more stuff to look at in a colonoscopy than in endoscopy. Mm. I guess it makes sense when it goes down your throat to your tummy. You do like a look around and go okay everything's all clear let's go out boys where where if anybody who's ever taken generic health class know you have 27 feet of small intestine in you in you 
<laughs> so they need to look at every inch apparently and then go to the large intestines <laughs> <laughs> or go through the large intestines into the small int- intestines and then you know I guess I'm assuming they uh, periscoped from the bottom of my stomach took a look around and went okay let's go and then zip like a hopefully <laughs> like a ruler <laughs> push your buddy just your <laughs> comes out my butt just like it's like a it's like a like a like a tape like a a measuring tape (laughs) 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 i was saying at the end it pops at the end (laughs) (laughs) and then they're like oh wait the camera's still in there (laughs) oh great see i know i should have swallowed it (laughs) (laughs) he'll be pooping it out later Right. Um, so I guess, like, you know, at the end of that, I mean, good news. I mean, I guess the first thing he said was there was no signs of cancer. So that always made me happy. That right away made me happy. You know, right. uh, there, there was apparently some polyps in there. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm a 50 year old man. So 51 years old. So I, I'm sure there's shit building up in there, literally and figuratively. No, but everything came back like you're all you're all clear, kid. Now go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so then I had Stacy, you know, uh, take me home, and and I just kind of rested up for like the like the next. We, we went out early. I felt okay because like you're really not supposed to do anything. Like it's like, hey, don't do, don't drive any heavy machinery. Don't make any important decisions. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> you know you're you're you've got the got the buzz going on i felt fine i was like come on stacy had to drive everywhere monday we had we went to go out and get something to eat uh, it's it's I, I like to drive yeah <laughs> i prefer to drive so whenever i'm in a passenger side i get a little um anxious and a little paranoid because one of the one of the little known fact that one of the only big accidents i ever got to in my life knock on wood i was the passenger in a car so now, whenever I'm a passenger in a car, I get you know, some might say PTSD about it. Right. I'm, I'm just maybe a little bit more on edge than normal. So I usually try to kind of close my eyes or just look like look the other way, but like plausible deniability. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I mean, but overall, that was that was my that was why we didn't have a show. Um, in the meantime, though, I did do some things because I wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to do that and do nothing. Right. Um, I finally saw Black Widow. Okay. What'd you think? Um, I, I enjoyed it. I I liked it, but I'm also going to say that if they never made this movie, I never would have cared. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I guess I don't mean that in like a, like a, oh, I feel like they should have done this movie like ages ago, even before, like, this is, uh, okay, I'm going to compare it like this. To me, it felt like a Captain Marvel movie. You didn't need the Captain Marvel movie. You threw a Captain Marvel in movie in there, so that way when you introduce her into the other movies, you go, oh, I know this girl because I saw this movie. Right. Um, I felt like the Black Widow movie felt like that. It was like, I really don't really, not, I don't care, but I just didn't. Had this been a movie that was fallen in place between Civil War and Endgame or, or Infinity War, I would have been like, oh, okay, gotcha. You know, um, now that's taking off the mid credit seats, you know, thing. I'm sure they could have done something different that would probably tie it into, you know, the 
rest of the MCU before the gauntlet event. Um, and so knowing that I feel like there was a missed opportunity and I, I, I mean, let's face it, the only reason why they made that movie is because Wonder Woman did so well. It's, it's a clear cash grab of a movie. Uh-huh. Um, clearly based upon what's happened after the movie got released. We'll talk about that. We've already talked about that, about how um, she was suing, and I say was because they've settled. I got an article about it. Uh-huh. Um, they settled, but she was owed a lot of money because of the them dicking around and put it in streaming service. Um, I mean, rightly so, because of the pandemic and all. But watching the movie, I felt like this could have easily fit into... It's like a filler episode on a TV show or a filler comic before all the real shit happens. It's right. kind of... It wasn't a super serious movie. Super serious. It, you know, super serial. It just was like... I laughed a lot. But again, you know, I guess uh, I thought it was... There were some very funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um like when what's her face was bitching about the 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 superhero landing, <laughs> like I thought that was funny. Yeah, you know, I, it was. I thought the action was fine. I thought it was it was good. I thought everyone there was definitely some really good chemistry between everybody on the show mm-hmm. in, the, in the movie. Um, I enjoyed it, but I also felt like it was um, like an empty calorie sandwich <laughs> for me. Like I didn't. I didn't feel satisfied. I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was going. Ooh, I'm full. <laughs> you know, I, I'm satisfied. Then, right. I mean, I was like, oh, it's like, oh, you know, maybe I'll go back again later and I'll watch it again, or, or like, you know, you know, maybe. Um, I the end credit scene. I know that that was filmed before they did Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So obviously you needed to tie in something because, but it made me, I'm like, I feel like Black Widow's sister is going to make an appearance in the new Hawkeye TV show. Okay. I, I, I because they set it up where spoilers I feel like uh, Natasha doesn't make it at the end of the movie of uh, we go Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. <laughs> shocker in <laughs> Endgame right um, so at the end of this movie to just remind everybody that she has passed <laughs> they kind of do a forward in time thing where her sister is visiting her uh, N- Natasha's grave site which would you know granted no body but they still have a gravesite, and then um, Julia Louis Dreyfus' character, who was already introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she comes up and she's like, "Hey, you know, I, I, clearly the two of them know each other, um, and she was supposed to leave her alone." She's like, "Well, I, I just thought you might like have a, a shot at the person who killed your sister, and it's Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Surprise!" So, and then fade the black. Oh my goodness, whatever are we gonna do? To me, it makes me feel like, oh, well, if they're going to pull her into the fold, the Hawkeye TV show would probably be a good way of, to, to do it. To me, at least. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I saw a trailer for the Hawkeye show. It looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, set during Christmas, so I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm curious to see if they are going to bring her in, in her in as like another Black Widow or White Widow. Who knows? Um but ultimately, I enjoyed it. I thought it was—I thought it was a good, fun movie. I 
didn't walk away going, oh, is this... Sh-? I felt like they, it could have... I feel bad that it sat... It, it, vir- it sat on a virtual shelf for almost a year. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I felt, And they kept pushing it and pushing it back and them releasing it. I mean, I bought it on... on I bought it on Blu-ray. Um, I was like, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, but ultimately I didn't feel like... Had I... Had they never, I feel like, and I do feel bad saying it, had they never made that movie, I don't think I would have missed out on a Black Widow movie. Okay. You know? No, I do feel like that That being said is, I'm looking at that from a, a strictly movie sense. I want to clarify that I don't think Black Widow isn't an, an integral figure, because she is. I mean, little girls need someone to look up to, and having a Black Widow movie should essentially do what having a Wonder Woman movie, do, movie does as well. It's inspire young ladies to either read comic books or write comic books or maybe even write and direct movies or become actors, whatever they, whatever they tap into it, they have, it should be there for them. I obviously as a grown ass adult male, I don't have to be like, I want to be her when I grow up. I I don't have to do that. (laughs) But I do think it's important that there is somebody like that for little girls to look up because it's generally a male populated superhero boys club. Mm -hmm. And that when you do have a, a superhero like black widow, you know, it's nice to have her being represented. I feel like, though, well, that's good on the entertainment side. There, it is called show business. There's the business side where I felt like Disney just did this to shut people up, and they want to kind of cash grab and try to get one more film out of this crew. And we got her because we didn't do her character any real justice during the 22 other fucking films we made with her. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, and then obviously, you know, at the end, she gets shortchanged 50 mil and decides to sue. And then it becomes like this big thing. Well, like I said, we'll talk about that later. Right. Um, I also um, I did get some video gaming in. Well, I, before you go, I just want to talk to you, you know, real quick, you know, because I want to, you know, I, I saw, oh. I've seen already Black Widow and all. Yes. And I kind of agree with you and disagree with you at the same time. Okay. I mean, I, I do agree with you that, you know, if it, if it was. I think the placement of it had to be because of that ending had to be where it was. So you're going, yeah, you know what? It was, it was kind of like you go and it should have been, you know, set up, you know, but of course though, it, it doesn't work until you get her death at the end of the movie, you know, for that, for that bumper at the end. Right. But they and have changed. If, had they have done it in between the somewhere else in the, in the, in the line, that bumper never would exist if they would have done something else. Right. And, and I, and, but I think because, because, well, I think the bumper sets up the, the, the future of like dark Avengers. I think you're going to see that like, you know, with okay. especially like us agent now, and, and now you're going to see the white widow. Right. And, right. Now it fits into like the, you do that because now it fits into, you have that black widow, you have that captain America. I mean, had the new mutants worked, maybe they would have introduced some other characters. They've definitely with Baron Zemo, they've definitely saw, they've definitely, uh, at least, could set up a Thunderbolts, right? Yeah, yeah. So you see, you 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 get that kind of setup. Though I agree with you, though I don't think the story was strong enough to go. I mean, it was enjoyable, but wasn't like I went, wow, I like like it wasn't like I, my mind was blown and I enjoyed that highly and I, I'm going to see it again and again and again because I want to overanalyze this movie. You know, it's just kind of like hey, it was a good story, but it wasn't like you're going. I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. They, I'm going to take talk about this scene in it. You know, you're going. It was a fun action movie. It was a popcorn movie. That's how I looked at it. You know, you're going. Right. I had I enjoyed it for the the time it was, but it longevity wise, there's other there's other superhero Marvel movies that I'm going to 
recommend before I recommend that one. Like, you know, which is, you're right. It's right. a shame because, you know, especially if you, if, if, if you want to get more women interested in comic books and there is characters out there that can do this, then you go in, you know, like this, this is kind of like one of those characters that could have been that, that one. And you're going, just wasn't strong enough. It just, it just. Right. Right. Especially since she was introduced before they even brought Wonder Woman onto the big screen. Right. Like you, Marvel or Disney missed a big opportunity to put her, have her front and center in her own films. They could have gotten like at least a trilogy out of her before, during the entire run of the uh, 22 films. Right. You know, but shame on them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah. we were saying, sir. Um, all right. I'm just getting my notes because I did. Uh, Stacy and I did start watching a new TV show. Okay. Uh, called Squid Game. Okay. All right. It it is Ed. It's all the rage right now on the internets. Right. Okay. Actually, actually, today I was watching a video about Squid Show. Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. Um, we watched the first episode, and that's all I really I can just kind of give you my impressions about the show. Um, filmed and made in South Korea, um, and it basically is. It, it seems the the plot seems very familiar. You're like, hey, you're down and out as a person. Um, we're going to give you an opportunity to make a windfall of money, but in order to do, in order to do that, your life will be threatened, or you you're going to be put into impossible situations where. But at the end, cash prizes. Like, what are you going to sell yourself out for? I guess right. apparently is ultimately the show. Um, it's not like a it's not like a. Um, reality show it's it's actually happens like uh, our hero i'm going to use that loosely because i don't know if he's going to be the hero of the show or not uh it's kind of a he's kind of a douchebag bad father kind of lies he's got gambling issues he's in debt um and he comes he he signs away his like uh loan shark comes to him basically says like you're going to write down give me your signature to promise me that you're going to uh, pay me this four million in debt. It's not four million U.S. dollars. It's four million in Korean currency. Um, which apparently Stacy Stacy did the math and it wound up being like thirty three hundred bucks. You know. Um, huh. But again, for us that small, but again, it's, it's the value of our dollar over there is shit. I guess, or right. maybe it's great. I, I don't know. Um, but to them, it was a lot of money. Uh, so he kind of signs this contract on and then he's on a waiting for a, bu- a train but you know of course they really do everything they can to show this guy as a schlub he's got the worst luck in the world um, and he's waiting and this guy in a business suit comes up very Morpheus-esque kind of says hey would you like to play a game we're going to play this game and I've never played this game clearly it's a an Asian culture game it's like an envelope and that envelope um, is might be filled with something but the idea is you have a color envelope we'll say yours is red mine's blue um it, the object is i'm supposed to slam my envelope onto yours and hope that your envelope flips up uh, upside down and if it do i win right and if it doesn't i lose um very simple concept right uh-huh well of course the guy loses and it's like a hundred thousand dollars i want to say I'm going to say like maybe let's just go a hundred bucks just to round it up and make it easier to talk about. You win, I give you a hundred bucks. You lose, you give me a hundred bucks. 
So the guy loses right away, and he's like, "Look, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have I have no money. I'm broke." And the guy's like, "Okay, well, this is what we'll do: is you let me slap you in the face. You don't have to pay me, and we'll keep playing until you win. And or you, we can keep going if you want. You can either be done right now and go away, or we can keep going." Now, the guy, because he's a gambling addict, he agrees to this. And then there's like a little montage of getting the shit kicked out of him, you know, getting slapped around like a little biatch, because. They want you to tear him down as a character, uh-huh. um, and then when he finally wins, it's like yeah, like he's like all like the high of winning gets him so so excited that he thinks he's supposed to slap the guy he's playing with, and the guy grabs his hand and puts money into his hand. He's like, look, you know, it's the money I promised. You win, I pay you. You're losing, you don't have the money, so that's the reason why I get to slap you, kind of thing. He and then he does the old, you know, if you want to make more money like this playing games like this all you got to do is kind of call this number or just and you know call this number and of course guys like you know you're full of shit whatever and then the guy drops his knowledge on like well i know who he, all of a sudden now all of a sudden he's like this is your name this is what you do this is the reason why you're in debt you have a you're you're, you're a bad father it's like obviously this person knows everything about him well the guy leaves and then he Ultimately, he decides to agree to, to go to call the phone call the phone number, and he's got a password. He gets knocked out, wakes up in a room of like almost like five hundred people, um, and they're told they got like jumpsuits on with all the numbers, and it's very like underground kind of like we don't know where we're going because they're all knocked out, and they're gonna play the game red light green light. You remember that uh-huh. game? Right, you know, you turn around, red light, and then you try to sneak up or get past to a line. You know, green light, and then red light. You turn around, and whoever gets caught moving gets kicked out. You know, Um, so they're going to play this game, and they're in. The doors open up, and they think they're they're like outside. They can see birds chirping, and there's this big doll. So you might have already seen the doll part. You know, this, Mm -hmm. this animatronic thing, and she's the one who's doing the red light, green light thing. However, Ed, there's these little portholes around the, the area that they're playing in. And the one, you know, very, at the very beginning, one guy gets caught moving. And all of a sudden, he kind of grunts and then falls to the ground. Another guy kind of, like, the next time the girl goes red light, a green light, the, he, another guy comes up to look check on him. And he's shot. <clears throat> and he gets caught moving. He gets shot. And, of course, you know, this causes a frenzy of people moving. Right. So they wipe. I mean, we're talking blood, guts, everything. Wipe out, like, almost half the people playing because they're all moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, I, you know, obviously at the end, our hero makes it to the end, you know, barely. And I, and that's kind of where the – and the idea is that you survive these games. When you win these games, you get, like, a windfall of money. And those people who at the end – can either split it if there is a winner if there's not a winner I guess there's no one gets the money but they also have to tell you like in the beginning when he's signing away like this almost like a <laughs> like another contract one of the things is that you know we'll stop the game if the majority says so like you have to get everybody to agree to stop the games no one wins any money I don't think but uh, I haven't they haven't discussed that part yet uh-huh. um, but it definitely feels like okay well there's going to be a moment it wouldn't be in the rules if there wasn't going to be an episode where people are bitching about this. Like, I almost feel like episode two, they're going to be like, oh, my God, all we have to do is agree. We all can go home now. 
but there's going to be some people who don't want to stop. Um, like they introduce an old guy who's dying of cancer, and he's there in the games. And like when he turns around, he's like sh- shitting grin, like walking across. He's like, "Well, fuck it, I got nothing to live for, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the game." Right. Like, so I think there's going to be like arguments and things of, of like it's obviously it's dubbed, um, either dubbed in English or subtitles, but we turn the subtitles off because the subtitles don't match the dubbing. Okay. You're going, that's not even close to what they said. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's a couple times you get thrown off because the person's user using a shortcut, like don't, or it's will not, or there's just little discrepancies enough to make it annoying to want to read the subtitle over the audio, the, the English audio. Cause you're like, that's not, that's, he didn't say that we got to turn it off. Like, <laughs> and it, it, and, but the English sync up like, it was, wasn't too bad. Like, you know how sometimes they're really, really bad. Yeah. This, this one's not, they're pretty good. I think I, I'll be honest. I think the, um, the ADR on it now has gotten better since when we were kids. Mm-hmm. So it definitely, it plays better. Um, <clears throat> so I'm on episode, we, episode one, Stacy was home today, but she, and she texted me. She's like, do you mind? And I was like, well, I kind of want to watch it with her. She's like, okay. Like she didn't, she wasn't like curse you. Because it was it was kind of interesting. I'm I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it. Um, of course, you know all the people that are running the, the game are wearing masks, so they can't be you know. And then they're kind of on an island. It, it it's very very like how did they get to the island? Clearly they were knocked out. Who's running it? I have a theory already <laughs> that I think I there's a, a figurehead, and a part of me is because I'm jaded. Um, you find out. I'm, I'm going to spoil it here. I'm going to give you my theory now, and we'll see. We'll test it later on. Uh. This is my theory. Our hero, who's down and out, has got a daughter, and he's divorced. And his her mother, it's a daughter. Her, her mother and her stepdad are going to be moving to America next next year, um, which is, helps push the guy into making the decision to call the phone number in the first place because he's not going to see his daughter anymore because. If he was financially sound, there's a possibility of her being able to stay in Korea. Right. right. So that propels him. So during the course of the episode, there's a masked figure who's kind of a loner. He sits like he looks like the overseer um, for me. And there's a part of me that feels like that guy is going to be that girl's stepfather. Ah. You know, and that the reason why he's going over to America is because he's taking this job. And he's going to bring it over to the states. You okay. know this whole we're going to kill off people, like the whole game show thing. Right. It's it's not really a game show. No one's really watching it, but him. But it's I just get this feeling that there's going to be this underlining thing, like oh well, he's the reason why he's going to this. And I could be completely wrong. It could be just a fluff, like the MacGuffin to move our hero along. Right. But there's this part of me that makes me think that well, it would be a neat little twist that you find out that this girl's stepfather is the guy who runs this program and that the reason why she's her and their family is leaving is because he's getting paid to bring it over to the the western world because shit who wouldn't benefit from that besides us you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean i could be completely wrong i mean i and again i that's after one episode and i am jaded with plot holes and plot lines and i already want to see i'm the kind of person that wants to 
would sometimes read the back of the book to find out who the murderer is and go, oh, I knew it all along. Like, you know, <laughs> like, so there's I, I wholeheartedly go, this could be just me just being like, oh, trying to be the smartest one in the room and not <laughs> 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 like like I might not even be close. It could be just some random guy who's like, you know, Dr. Evil <laughs> for all I know. <laughs> And at the end, the guy walks away with a whole, like a half a billion dollars and gets to keep his daughter and he gets to have a happy life at the end. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I, 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 like probably not because because usually uh, most Asian stuff it's very very sad. It's always that like 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 the, the, probably the kid's gonna end up with all the money or something like that, and the he's gonna right. be dead. Like I think because it's always like there's always like the big risk and reward type of thing where, where like why he was doing it, the motivation why he's doing it happens. But there's right. always a consequence. There's not like, you know, like the hero wins and it's all good and everybody's happy. It's like there's always that moment of going, ooh, like it still rips your heart out, like watching well, it, this thing. It, it reminds me because of the, the the craziness of taking a child's game and adding so much crazy ultra violence to it. Reminded me of that movie that I watched where the guy was basically playing rock, paper, scissors for his life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember stumbling on it through Netflix and it was subtitled and I watched the whole thing and I loved it. I thought it was a really good movie. But ultimately he gets into this underground rock, paper, scissors competition and he's using math to figure out how to survive. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I really liked it. But seeing this show reminded me, I'm like, is that all they do? Like, is that what they do? And then not too long ago, Stacey and I were watching a TV show. We never finished it where these kids there's like a, some mass extinction event of some sort i don't really know but these guys wake up or or these guys come out of a bathroom and the whole town's empty and they have like to survive these kind of like games too it seems to be this asian culture i think love the we're going to take a, a standard game and add your life to it because this one was like hey you have to escape room um but certain rooms have lasers in it and we started watching it but we never finished it um <laughs> just like I'm, it's all in the but they're all from the asian culture mm. side of it and i'm like i wonder i wonder why that is like you know and again it's more of like a fall down a rabbit hole like why are all their pop and because the show is like number one on netflix i think yeah like it's, it's crazy i'm like all right well the first episode was good that's gonna put it that way. So I'm 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 kind of curious to see how it's gonna end up. Um, <laughs> what else did I do this week? Uh, um, I played and finished the Ratchet and Clank game on the PS5. Okay. Yeah, I uh, we call it. Uh, I was able to actually settle down and actually play video games this week. <laughs> you know, uh, I tried playing NBA a little bit, and it's a little. It's kind of the game itself is massive, not the actual being on the court part, but right. there's like a um, the, all the other versions have what's called the street, where you kind of walk around this like little neighborhood and you get to go shopping, but then most of it's like online playing. This one has like a city, and there's like little quests that you can perform to help um, build your rep because the plot of because believe it or not, there's a plot and a storyline in, in, in the NBA, at least in the beginning, huh. um, to get your my player character adjusted to, I guess, basically playing the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's like, okay, we'll go over here because Jake from State Farm is in it. 
<laughs> and and you have one of the quests you go is you go over and you introduce yourself because you have a, a social media account where people see you're famous for being doing YouTube videos and social media. And that's how people have recognized that you've got game and you're trying to decide whether or not you want to go to college or you want to go this other path where it's like a like a triple A amateur basketball league where it'll give you help here or you can go to college where you can just go right to the draft. But during that time, you hey, go go see Jake from State Farm, say hello. And he's like, Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, I love your shit. You know, here's a shirt for you. Cause, you know, we were a sponsor. Huh. <laughs> There's like a Mountain Dew guy that you have to do, like you have to play like five online games with, like to like online games to get through his quest. Uh-huh. I'm like, they're kind of making you go online to play and I'm like, well, I don't fucking know how to really play basketball and I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I guess I guess I just won't do that one. You know, and there, it's 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 huge. The, the, the map is huge and I'm like, alright, well, I haven't really settled into into that one because it I can only play at certain times because if I'm playing on a Stacy doesn't like when I play NBA because of the squeaking sounds of the sneakers. <laughs> so if I play it, I have to have my headphones on, and I'm like, oh, all right. But, and it's one of the games that came with the bundle package. Um, but I, I really wanted to play Ratchet and Clank because Ratchet and Clank to me was it's a game that was designed specifically for the PS5. Um, so it it does all the tips tricks like you know the, the interactive controller and all that stuff and it, mm. ultimately though I'll be honest regardless of all the little cool little features that work with the controller game was actually pretty solid it was actually quite fun okay. you know, I mean not only was it fun but I was able to it was fun enough for me to actually platinum it you know which is a rare thing but the oh. game wasn't super hard um, you basically just play and it's like it's like hey make sure you get all buy all the guns you know, and in order to buy all the guns, you actually have to do a playthrough, and then get through the opening sequence of the like a like a new game plus. And there's two two new guns that you buy, and once you buy them, it's like, hey, you bought them all, provided you bought all the guns from the first playthrough. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, hey, congratulations, you got all the guns. You, that to me, when I got that trophy, I got the platinum trophy for getting all the other trophies. Like, uh-huh. Yay, look at me! <laughs> you know? uh-huh. um, that's all I mean, I did bring home. I did borrow a game, another another game called Godfall. Um, again, it was a launch title for the PS5, and it didn't get great reviews. Mm-hmm. And I was bringing it home, and my coworker was like, "Why? You know, it, you've heard nothing but bad things about it." And I'm like, "Yes, I have, but there's a part of me, a couple reasons. Number one, I have a show, I need content. <laughs> you know." Um, <laughs> Number two, it's a game. When I saw the trailer for it, it made me my ears perk up and really want to get a PS5 because I was like, it looks like a, it looks like an interesting game. Now I know that game might not be the greatest game, but I still have to go through the motions of actually playing it in order for me to get it out of my system. Right. You know, I'm not going to buy it. I, I, I luckily I work and we have enough like copies. I can borrow one for a couple days and then dip my toe in the water and go, okay, I got it out of my system or make my own adult informed decision if I like the game whether or not I'm going to buy the game um, if I hate the game no sweat off my brow I just take it back to work and go yeah okay it wasn't for me I'm glad I got it out of my system and move on about my life right also too I got a game um, there's a new game coming out this week I know you will talk about it um, then I'm like alright 
there's a couple of new things coming out this week that I have to be prepared for that we'll talk about. Um, so I'm like, I have, I'll be honest though, I haven't really touched that game. I tried playing it last night, but I was so tired that I wound up going like right to bed. So I'm like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta and I gotta bring it back tomorrow because like I'm off Tuesday. I'm like, oh, I really only have one day. Like after I get on the show, I'll, I'll turn it on and be like, all right, I'm gonna play for a little bit. And hopefully I like it, and if not, oh well. No, I'm not gonna just be like Ed. I never got to play Godfall. Silly me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be too busy doing other things. Um, that that was pretty much. I think that was pretty much my weeks. You know, most of it was work. Re- excuse me, work related. Um, I don't think I have anything else to really bring to the party. Um, yeah, man, that's that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, I got a question though. Have you bought anything on Voodoo recently? Um, no. All right. Now the, there is a uh, there. I don't know what sale you're going to get to, but there was a sale for um, Indiana Jones, and right. uh, uh, it was like thirty bucks, you know, for the for the set, you know, kind of right. thing for the movies. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's pretty good. And then. <clears throat> One night I was out at Target and I bought, um, I was looking, you know, buying stuff and now and I need it. And then I go, we just go to movies and it's, it's getting worse and worse now. <laughs> like, right. like that's like getting smaller and smaller, like every other place. But you, you, you walk it through and it was like, you know, like the, the, the Indiana Jones collection on Blu-ray and digital 40 bucks. And I'm like, Hey, for 10 more dollars, I get the, I get the Blu-rays cause I have them only on DVD I'll get the right. Blu-ray set, and then I'll have the digitals. So that's what I did. I bought that instead. Oh, that's right. Because they oh, because they did the 4K transfer. Right. Oh, so you want the 4Ks for forty bucks? No, 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 no. This this is the oh. Blu-rays. I'm sorry, it was it wasn't 4Ks. It was the Blu-rays. The oh. just standard. It was and like, it came with a digital code. Came with a digital code for all four movies. You yeah. know, you know, there was four different codes for for all each each one and all. So I was like, you know, for forty bucks, I got a, you know, I don't have 4K. I'll get the Blu-rays, and I'll, I'll you know, and I'll have. Them on digitally, right. so I figured you know for ten more dollars, why not? You know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, sure. Because I because I keep circling around the the Star Wars, you know, like kind of thing. Because it's seventy dollars, yeah. and it's still like because it's usually like a hundred. You know, like and I'm like uh, it's still pretty high, you know. And I'm I don't really need six. I got the thing, and it, what really kills me is is the fact is, is that they have a sequel trilogy release that you could buy like a three sets. You could buy like Rise and. Uh, um, uh, the Last Jedi and the other one, uh, uh, the, the Force Awakens. You know, you you could buy that as as a single three movie set. Or you could you could buy individually if you want, but like you, you like that one. You have they have they break it out in the three, and then it's just like, well, why can't they break the other three? I would I would buy like the like the original trilogy and the prequels, you know, because that's the ones I don't have digitally. I have the other ones digitally. Like why you know like why did they do that? I mean I, I would you know they probably make more money because you know? <laughs> it's like seventy dollars. I'm like oh it's that's pretty good you know you're saving thirty bucks and you get all the movies. But I'm like I already get the I already have the the seek you know the sequel trilogy already on digital. I'm like you know so I'm like I'm I'm just keep circling around and around until eventually I'm probably not gonna get it. So <laughs> the sale yeah go- I get that same I, I get the same way. But when I look at it, I know it's seventy bucks. And a part of me is like I only have digitally um episode seven and eight i don't even have nine uh. you know <laughs> i I, I have that i mean because it doesn't it i have i mean obviously i have solo and i think I, I don't know if i have rogue one 
I don't think I have Rogue One because when I bought it, it was a steel book and it didn't come with a digital copy and I was fucking pissed. Wow. Um, uh, so a part of me is like, I only, my Star Wars movies consist of episodes seven and eight. And I'm like, well, 70 bucks. I'm like, for the other six, uh, seven movies, I'm like, that's well, 10 bucks a movie. Or I can buy them individually for 10 bucks. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Just I'm still like, do I? Don't I? <laughs> like I feel like those days where, like you know what? I'll wait till I get like <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid. I'll do what I did with the James Bond mo- movies. I'll wait till I get my income tax check, and I'll have like some, a little, maybe just a little bit of like, hey, play money, and I'll be like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm a big boy. I'm gonna get it digitally. But the part is like I still kind of want it all physically too because I like the little box that they have. Hey. That's, I think that's where my my issue is because every time I look and I go at seventy dollars, that's a pretty great deal. But I know Best Buy sells a box set that it's like all I think it's all the movies yeah. for like two hundred for like two hundred dollars, and I'm like, like kind of think I want to get that. And then I still have all the digital codes for all the movies still, including the ones I already have. But oh well, like yeah. I, you know, it's 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 a pull. And there, I think the the sell for the Highlander series is still. 20 bucks 18 dollars and i'm like i kind of still want to get that but every time i'm looking at it I'm going you just want it just to have it you're not really ever are you really ever going to watch it because if you wanted to watch it sean it's actually free to watch on voodoo the whole series <laughs> so it's not even like you you have to pay f- to watch it it's it's there for free <laughs> and and you know that and you can you could start watching it why aren't you so why are you like I'm like well I kind of want to buy it why what do you right Sean like stop like <laughs> it's it's I'm home I got nothing else to do I look at my bank account going can I afford twenty dollars I probably could do I want to that's the question right. <laughs> you know? yeah because I have a saved as my like I have a wish list and I'm like it's sitting there it's, it is it's still seventy ninety nine for the complete series and right. you're going will I really watch it. <laughs> It's like, right. you know, it's like, no, probably not, you know. <laughs> you probably buy the box set for this. <laughs> no, right. you can't. Because there is that part of me is like, I do have them all on DVD. I have the whole entire series on DVD. You know when I watched it? When I bought it. Right. <laughs> Back when I bought it, I had my own apartment. I would get them like once a month, and I'd sit down for that entire fucking month, watch the entire series. It's that season. They'd be like, all right, waiting for the next one. And, oh, look, I got it next one. And it's like, oh, this is awesome. Now that I have the opportunity to not only rewatch the entire series, but own it on a digital format for way less than I had done one of those seasons even cost me on DVD, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really going to want to buy it. <laughs> like, like, maybe if, if this would have been an opportunity back when I was – younger and i had the opportunity to buy maybe the whole set digitally it was even before then like back when back in those days when you had a digital copy you actually had to put a disc into a a computer Uh and do it through itunes that was your only option so even some of the stuff that i have on itunes i can't it doesn't filter into my voodoo or my some of them don't filter into my movies anywhere account because it doesn't filter in my voodoo account goes to movies anywhere But there's that part of it. It's just like I, I mean, I have this movie and I love this movie and I want to put it, get another copy of it, but I can't because I don't have the fucking hard drive. 
I don't have the disk drive anymore. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I guess I have to buy it digitally or hope that it's a, a scan to scan the digital type thing. And that's, you know, I'm like, well, just... but again, it, it becomes like that. Well, if I buy it, am I going to watch it? Do I really want to watch it or do I just want to own it? There's, you know, that's right. the difference. Like, am I buying it because I want to buy it or am I buying it just to to appreciate it and actually go through and watch every episode again because I probably won't do that I, you know maybe I don't know and if I did like I said it's free to watch on it so why would I want to pay 20 bucks for well, a series that's free to watch anyway well that's the thing like do like free to watch means there's commercials so like are, are, are you right. like 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 are you willing to do that because after a while you go in yeah, this is this is getting fucking old. Cause there's sometimes I'm like I watch a movie because I want to watch it, and I'll be like, where? How much does this cost? How much does this cost me digitally to buy it? Like, is it like could right. I buy this cheaper than watching it for free? Right. Because <laughs> you you and you're going. What do you mean? You and you price tag on your time. The, like <laughs> like like there's like commercial like you watch 20 minutes and then there's another, another commercial I'm like it's only been like 20 fucking minutes the the, the, the setup wasn't right. even and finished. Like, and it tells you oh like it's one of four commercials right. you're like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't fast forward through them. Right, and some of them are like a minute and a half and you're going really and you're like they're probably all going to be a minute and a half so it's going to be like, Right, and then you become like am I willing to pay, spend $20? For my time, right? Because that's what because now you're sitting there going, well, if they're all a minute and a half, there's four, you know, there's four breaks. That's almost twenty minutes of my time to watch this one episode, and I don't, I don't have that kind of time. Right. If I just pay them twenty bucks, I can watch commercial free. It's like, it's like, <laughs> damn you, Netflix! You, you started this, you know, like, like I'm binge watching this, and now I got to watch commercials. Son of a bitch! Like, right. Rah. Like at least if I DVR'd it, I could have fast forward through the commercials on my you know system or whatever. Right, or you do the old for a while there, like you binge watch something. You're like, oh my god, this is great, commercial free. And then you go to Disney Plus, and it's like, wait, I get one episode a week? Fuck you! How dare you bring me back to my childhood, Disney? <laughs> like, how dare you make me have to wait a week in between every episode? <laughs> I deserve better. I'm paying you. Give it all to me in one shot. They're like, no. We're gonna make you watch it one once a week. I'm like, I don't have that kind of. I don't. I don't think I could commit to that Disney. And, you're like, and they go, dude, you committed to that for how many decades as a child when you had four channels? <laughs> like, how many times? Hey, look. Hey, look. We got Hocus Pocus on. When could you watch Hocus Pocus on? Once, maybe twice a year if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, we can watch it now. Whatever you want. <laughs> Star Wars. Okay, Star Wars is a little guy. I would buy Star Wars, but it's just one of those. It's like, hey, Sean, that this this Mandalorian, once a week. That's all you get it once a week. Just give you a little bit. It's going to last you. Make sure you stay around for like at least two months. You go, or you can go to Netflix, get that high, that binge high. I'm like, dude, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Woo! Like I'm trying to, like I'm I'm watching Lucifer, and it's all there. I haven't finished it yet. I'm like, but it's like, yeah, woohoo, like a bitch watch Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, I'll watch one episode and then I'd be like, okay, I'm done for like the next couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> and then get mad at Disney go, oh man, I only have one episode of Mandalorian. Or what if? It's once a week? Son of a bitch. <laughs> like, oh, it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll wait a couple of weeks and bank and 
I can't do that because I got to. I want to watch him because we'll talk about him at work and we talk about him on the show. And I, damn you, Disney. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like Sipon, Sipon tells you, he's like, he's like, I, because like well, he comes over Wednesdays and he's like, he's like, you want, did you watch it? I'm like, no, I, like, like I work all day. Like, what the fuck am I going to see this? Right? right. So he's like, he's like, you want to watch it? I'm like, yeah, we'll watch it. Right? He goes, yeah, because he goes, I, I have to watch it today because by tomorrow. Some asshole on like we got this covered or, or you know uh, comic yeah, book comic news. Yeah, we'll, we'll all we'll spoil it. The, the 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 main thing of what the what if was you know kind of thing. Right. And, you're, and you're going, yeah, you're right. You know that's that's the problem. You, you end up you have to watch. Uh, you have to quickly um, watch them just so that way you you know you don't get spoiled out like kind of thing like on, on I mean social yeah, media. The side spin off of that, it, I can't. I, I agree. Like it's, it's you do have to kind of binge watch it, like watch it like that. But I'll be honest. Every time I even try to remotely read one of those articles, it's never really an article about the episode. It's always about how this episode does this or how this episode retcons that. It's like, dude, I don't care about your fucking opinion. Was it a good episode or not? Right. Like I don't care. Well, this you know this one corrects a mistake that was made. Like I watched one. Um, Fuck! What was it? Oh, there's a comic book. Um, I just saw where they it, this comic book fixes an issue that was in Joss Whedon's Justice League, and they had to go and paint the fact that when Flash saves the person in the house or whatever, and he looks over and Superman's carrying a whole fucking apartment building complex that. Theoretically, that complex should have crumbled around him uh-huh. because there's nothing in there to keep it intact. And this comic book, which has to deal with Superman's son, who is now Superman, is basically retconning that idea of, well, you need two people to do it, not one. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to So you're just taking a shot at the Joss Whedon Justice League. That's all you're doing. Right. Like, like it's a comic book. Why are you comparing that to a movie that's now what seven years old at this point? Like, yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Like you whiny little bitch. Like, you know. And that's the way I feel about like when they do their what if like critiques. It's never really been about like oh I thought the episode was good here. It's always about either correcting something that they think is wrong with the other MCU and going. It's all fucking different dimensions and different storylines. What you watched in the MCU, those 22-plus movies, have nothing to do with the show. Because guess what? It's happening in different dimensions, you fucker. It says so in the title. What if this happened? <laughs> you know, it's not like, hey, we're going to now do something to make correct something that we saw in the past. It's not the way it fucking works, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to see an episode, well, what would life have been like for Thor without Loki fucking around in this shit? You know what? He'd be a dude, bro, partying in Vegas right now. <laughs> you know? And Loki seems kind of happy, too. That doesn't retcon shit in the in the movies. Right. Just let it be. You don't have to do an article, well, this shows, you know, how integral. No, it doesn't. It right. doesn't. You know why? Because it doesn't happen in that universe that you fucking watched. Move on. But no, you have to you have to say something, and you have to slam something, or... or you have you try to be the smartest person in the room, and you you're not. You're right. just not. Right. <laughs> anyway, Ed, sorry, A tirade. <laughs> Did you buy anything though? 
<laughs> so no, I did I did not buy anything digitally on uh, on a uh, thing because I'm I'm trying to think like yeah like I think the last thing because like try to now 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 you're making me look all right. <laughs> the last thing I bought, um, obviously, I'm, to, to me was actually Black Widow. That was the last thing I bought in the store. Digitally, I don't think I bought anything recently because I've been I've been trying to trying to behave is kind of what I feel like. There's been like, oh look, this is five bucks. You know, like oh, do I want it? Do it. Like it's not that I'm I'm cringing on the price tag, or I'm more like, oh, it's eight dollars. Do I want to add that to my? Do I want to add it for eight dollars? I think it's too pricey. <laughs> like you drop that puppy down to five bucks, you got yourself a deal. Right. Shave off three bucks. Come on, buddy. You know you can. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a list of movies. Like now they're in the uh, '90s for nine dollar movies. Right. Yeah, I got I got and a bunch like, of those. I I actually like went through and like wish list like the the ones that I want, and they're still sitting there. And I'm like, you know, like do I really want this? And I'm like, can they do better than nine dollars? <laughs> right. Because there's that part of me going, okay, so like, yeah, you got me at nine bucks right now. You have my attention, but. If I just wait a little longer, will you drop that down to five dollars? Right. Or does it go back down to the seven ninety nine? Yeah, because some, it... some of those movies are like eight dollars, and it's like because um... there there is there is a nineties movie. I forget which one it is. I just saw it, and it was just like it was like five bucks, and you're like, and you're like, right. But it is it's still five bucks. So you're going okay at least. At least it's not like overly expensive, you know, that kind of thing, you know, like, right. Because, like, Desperado's eight bucks. Uh, that's a 90s movie that we, I think, was in the list. You know, they. Right. Try to find another one. Oh, yeah. Down think, Periscope uh, was another 90s movie that's $5. You know. Right. I think um, Untouchables, I think, is $9. And I'm like, I think I've seen it for like five bucks at some point. Or maybe. Or maybe it's, it hangs around $10. So all you're really. It's, so all I'm really saving is 99 cents. Right. You know, it's like, ah. Uh, Look, if I was willing to pay for it, I would have paid you ten bucks already. <laughs> now, you're not gonna like. Oh no, no. You know what? We'll, this is what we'll do. We'll not shave off ninety nine cents. Oh yeah, you got my. Da- here, here. Take well, that, well, that was the thing. Like one time, there was there was the the complete trilogy, Star Wars trilogy for for ninety eight ninety nine. It's in the ninety nine. It was like a, it was on sale. I'm like for like a dollar. Right. And I'm like. Is there suddenly that stupid, that desperate? They're like, oh, it's it's cheaper than what it is. It's a buck. Like, I'm saving a right. dollar. I, I play the long game. I'm like, okay, so you're $10 now. How long before you drop that down to 5 bucks? And then I start thinking. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Halloween's coming around. Is there any – not not necessarily horror movies, but thrillers. Like, um, seven. Seven is 9 bucks. I'm like, I don't know if I could be – I don't know if I can find a better price. You know? But then I'm thinking, like, okay, well, Jennifer's Body, which I bought for $5, I think, uh, the unrated version, might be $10 because it's for part of their Halloween sale. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've already beat you to that punch there, mister. <laughs> it's like sometimes I just have to just – and I – Ed, I, I feel like I'm – this is how you know you're old. When you go scroll through shit just to flag it, and not really buy it, and then spend an hour doing it and going, oh, I guess I should go to bed. All right. There is just more things I could be doing than scrolling through Voodoo and going, oh, this is on sale? Highlight it. <laughs> oh, this is on sale? Highlight it. Oh, they have this movie? I think there was, I think the other day I was like, I added something to my wish list because I didn't know there was a digital version of it out there. <laughs> 
because I never thought to look it up. Right. And it showed up on my, like, oh, not for you page, but in one of the sales. I'm like, oh, that's out there? I liked that movie a long time ago. I'm put it on my wish list. You never know. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but did you, ever, did, you ever, did you ever go through your wish list and, you, like, after you look at it and you're going through and you're going, why the fuck is this on my list? Like, yes. Like, yes. All the time. But you know what? I never, I never delete it. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, Ed, I have now spun that list off into another list of <laughs> of movies that I currently own that are in SD format in standard definition format digitally. Oh my god! <laughs> and a part of me is like, okay, well, I already have this movie digitally. Can I scan the barcode and for two dollars get an upgrade to the HDX version? Like that is where I'm at now. <laughs> I, I have so what you're telling me? What you're telling me is, is that you made a list of movies that you've already scanned or you already have digitally in standard definition, <laughs> but you want to upgrade it to an HD or 4K version. Yes. So yes, I do. Because <laughs> here's because uh, you, you need help. The- you have all, I have all, I already have most of the Pirates movies, right? Uh-huh. Except for the last one. But they're on they're on standard definition because it was part of a pack and there was no high I guess at the time there was no HD comparison. Mm-hmm. So it's all standard edition. A part of me is like, "Well, I kind of want that." Then I get pissed off that I have the Lord of the Rings trilogy, both the standard version and the extended versions. But some of those extended versions are in standard definition. And a part of me is like, why the fuck I don't know, why don't I have it in like high def or I don't necessarily need the 4K version but I definitely were wondering why I don't have it in uh, high def but the problem is I have them as box sets so it's not like I can scan a barcode on it mm-hmm. you know so I'm like I'm I'm either forced to either buy it at full price or find another way <laughs> like I just, you know and a part of me is just like but yes, Ed, I have a second list of well, not a second list. I have a bunch of lists, but I have a list of movies that I currently own digitally in standard definition. That I'm, I'm, I'm every once in a while I'll go through them and be like, okay, let me see if I can, let's see is it just the digital now? So I'm buying my shit twice. Jesus Christ! To have it digitally in a better resolution that I currently have now. I did it with fucking uh, um. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I had a standard edition version of the game, the movie, and then they have a 4K version. And I was like, I don't want, I don't really want the 4K version. I, I do want the 4K version, but do I really need the 4K version? You know what? I wonder if I could scan it and pay the two dollars to have the high def version. Sure as shit, went downstairs, scanned it, two dollars, paid my two bucks, came back upstairs, looked at my account, and was like, yeah, I still got the movie, but now it's the HDX. I'm like. Awesome, and then moved about, moved on about my day. <laughs> oh, God. Did, did, didn't even bother watching it because I just watched it like a month ago. <laughs> In the standard definition, because I was curious. I'm like, well, how? Like, I got a 4K TV. How how bad is it going to look? I'm like, it didn't look bad at all. It looked passable. You know. In fact, like I'm watching the Bond movies and I'm on um, Die Another Day, but through most of the Bond movies. I've actually taken it from the 4K version down to the HDX version because I think the picture looks a little clearer. <laughs> or the audio <laughs> sounds different because it's, it goes from Dolby Atmos to Dolby Digital. 
and and it's better for my TV. <laughs> um, so I'm just stupid. It's just, it's just <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no, there's no other way to put it. That is just dumb. I, I am willing to look myself dead in the face in a mirror and go, you're an idiot. You are an idiot. It's it's an issue. It's a problem. You know? <laughs> but, see, but you know what, though? The thing is, is like how many times you've bought a movie like over and over again. Like after a while, you're like, you're like oh, it's a special edition. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to buy it. You know, like you, you bought all those those Marvel movies again because of the case. You know? <laughs> right, right. Well. <laughs> you know, right, and, and that's another problem I have, too. Like my Marvel movie collection is kind of sort of complete. But it's spread out through two different medias. Like Doctor Strange. I have Doctor Strange on my iTunes account, but it doesn't filter into my movies anywhere or my Voodoo account. So I'm constantly... um, I have uh, yet another list, Ed, of Marvel movies that I would like to have as a Voodoo on my Voodoo and not in my... Fuck you, I'm not opening up a completely different app. Like if I want to watch you, Doctor Strange, you win. You win. As the, as the most laziest one on the show. I, I, I'm willing to go to my Apple TV app to watch movies that I can't get. Because I a couple of times I do. Uh, there's a couple of movies that I'm like, you know, like fuck you. Like I, I want, I want it in my Voodoo account, not my Apple TV. But I have it on Apple, and I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to pay that money for for, for something I already have digitally. I'm I'm sitting there just going. <sighs> I don't want to open up the Apple app. I just don't. But I really do want to watch. I mean, at this point now, I can just go to Disney Plus. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Like, like like pirates are on Disney Plus. It's like right, it's not like the fact don't. So I don't need to upgrade them because they're there. But there's just something in there's this this switch in my head. These buttons that go, yeah, you know, you can watch it on Disney Plus. But you know what, Sean, you don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but I do own them. I have the DVDs downstairs. Yeah, showing the DVDs. We're not talking Blu-rays. Highest <laughs> audio, highest video. Come on, dude. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't really. I mean, do I really need a? Do I really need a 4K version of Demolition Man? Like, like first of all, why did they do it for Demolition Man out of all the movies? Like, I don't. I don't understand why. I don't. I don't know if it's a 4K version of Demolition Man, but there's some movies out there that are 4K, and I'm like, how does that get the transfer and not a a different movie? Like, right. Who makes that list? <laughs> who, <laughs> you know? who decides to do this? You know, like I'm annoyed that I have Inception as a standard an SD version uh, digitally, and I'm like, why do I have that? I, I know I have it, but but it, because it came on a, a CD. And I had to put that CD in, and and that's how it transferred. But a part of me is like, why don't I have the? How come? How come Voodoo isn't just automatically updating some of the stuff? Like there are sometimes they do that. I think it depends on the company. Like um, Knives Out, when I bought it, it was standard Blu-ray. But when I put the digital code in, it gave me the 4K version. I'm like, oh well, thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> I didn't think I needed or like uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One's a 4K version, but I know I, I didn't buy a 4K version. It's a standard version of the movie, mm-hmm. but it upgraded for free. And I'm like, okay, why why can't you do that all the time? Like, why not just give me the best copy? I deserve it. 
<laughs> I deserve it. I do. <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> you sure are. I can't argue with that. Uh, yeah, I can't. It's frustrating because it's like, oh, look, I, I actually, I, I honestly, I did that. I did that with the crow. Now that I think about it, I have the crow on my iTunes account. <laughs> But I paid two dollars to have it in my Voodoo account. There. <laughs> 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 which then, which then brought it over to my Movies Anywhere account, and then I think I could see some special features that weren't on either version of the other two. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know me, like I'm all about the special features. Like I go, oh look, here's Kong versus Godzilla, and like it's great and it's awesome. Look, there's some special features, not a lot. But if I go to movies anywhere, there's a whole bunch more. And I'm like, why don't – who makes this decision? Because if you guys all got on the same table, maybe well, – I guess maybe that's the reason why. Because you go like – I mean, they're fr- movies anywhere is free. Mm-hmm. It's not even like someone's making money off of that. I don't know how they make their money. I don't I don't know. But I'm just like, I, why can't you guys just all come together and be like, okay, we're just going to – movies anywhere We're supposed to bring the world together. And it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I barely even go there. <laughs> I, don't even, I think my dad watches it more. The movies, my movies anywhere account, because he probably forgot the password to the Voodoo account. <laughs> That's yeah. always the worst, you know. I know, like my wife, she's like she watches on one thing because she's like, yeah, it locked down. I don't have the password, and I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, so that all being said, I don't even know what's coming out this week on video. So why don't you tell me? Well, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some honorable mentions of last week since we, you know, of course, we didn't do a show. There's a, there's a, there's three that I wanted to mention and point out because one, you're gonna feel old. Uh, you might feel old. I don't know. Uh, Transformers the movie is is the 35 35th anniversary edition's coming out. It's a 4K version of it. The so. one with Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. The the animated Jeff. Oh, the animated. That's thirty five years old. Thirty five years old. Yes. Now. Yeah, all right. Okay. I so, it was in the eighties. Yes. All right. Four K. Um, the the uh, Rick and Morty season four is available now on Blu Ray and DVD. So if you want to catch that, um, did your wife was your wife interested in a movie called Drop Dead Fred? Uh, Drop Dead Fred is one of her favorite movies. Oh. I bought it. Dig- I bought that digitally. Well, there's a collector's edition coming out that came out this past Tuesday. A collector's edition? collector's edition of Drop Dead Fred. (laughs) Okay, hold on. I like that movie, and it's a good movie. I think it's very funny. What's in the collector's edition? What's in the collector's edition? Okay, okay, let's go back to Transformers. Again, that is a picture-perfect question of, why does that get a 4K transfer? (laughs) <laughs> like I don't understand. Like again, again, the movie's thirty five years old. What makes that so special that it needs a four K upgrade? Uh, the, the, well, I don't, I don't know why, but my, if, if I could speculate, I, I'm not asking you, Ed. You don't work for the company. No. You don't cake it. It's more of a rhetorical question. No, no. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there who's like, well, Transformers is an influential movie. This is the reason why it does it. I'm like, yeah, but it's still a, court, a cartoon movie of the '80s. How do you upgrade that and not? fucking inception like <laughs> you know how do you <laughs> like why does that not get the 4k treatment like how do you 
who picks and chooses these things? But okay, so what's in the collector's edition for Drop Dead Fred? I'm looking that up right now here. Um, special features booklet with new text interview with actress Phoebe Yates, audio commentary with director Eight Dijon. Uh, a conversation with director Eight Dijon and producer Paul Webster. Uh, imaginary friends interviews with co-writers, executive producers Anthony F- Fingleton and Carlos Davis. I might have mispronounced that one guy's name. Uh, the Mega Beast speaks out interview with the actress Marsha Mason. Uh, Drop dead look interview with director of photography Peter Deming. Uh, Mischief Makers interviews with visual effects FX artists Doug Berswick, blah blah blah, blah a bunch of these guys. Right. Um, I'm 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 your fella, Annabella interview with actor Tim Ma- Matheson. Um, right, right. Memories. It's basically everybody but Rick Mydell because he passed away a few years back. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's another interview with actress Ashley Pendleton. The uh, deleted scenes and outtakes and theatrical trailer. Huh. So all that's right. that's all the special features that's on the collector's edition. Huh. So I don't know okay. if that still interests you or not, but I just wanted to throw that out there because no, no, like I'm, I'm. It is a movie that I don't own physically. Oh, okay. No. Well, there you go. <laughs> this might be, no, this is, might be your opportunity because I know I know I remember I remember a conversation away like times back like. A couple years ago, you know, like you know if it's available like on DVD or Blu-ray, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's a, I think it had a DVD run and it just disappeared. Uh, yeah, I think. I'm trying to think, I know. I think I had a copy on VHS. And the reason, I, I mean, this goes back because my sister, she loved that movie too, and I, so did I. I mean, I think it's a great movie. Um, but there is, it's it's a movie that if you saw as a as a child, it's one of those movies that if you didn't see as a child, you've never saw it. Right. You know, like if some of you go, hey, did you ever see Drop Dead Fred? You either, it's either yes or I've never heard of that movie. And then when you say I've never heard of that movie, you get this, oh, what do you mean you've never heard of this movie? This movie's awesome. And then you wind up having to go, you're not going anywhere until you leave knowing I've known that you've seen this movie. You know, because it, it, be, it is really good. Okay. It's funny. I think it still holds up. I mean, what person can't relate to having their imaginary friend as a child come back as an imaginary adult, friend as an adult? And cause mischief and stir up shit, and you know, in the end, everyone learns a lesson and everyone's better for it. Huh. <laughs> you know, so uh, all right, okay, it's interesting to know. Hmm. All right, all right, let's move on to this week. Uh, okay, let's come out this week. Space Jam: A New Legacy is coming out in 4K, Blu-ray, DVD, <laughs> and such. All right. So I know, I know, everybody's looking for that. A DVD. This is a Blu-ray version, not DVD. This is a Blu-ray and digital version of both the Space Jam. New Legacy and the original Space Jam. So if you don't have the, you don't have the original, and you're like, hey, you know, I'm going to be kind of lost if I don't have that one. Now you can buy them both, and then right. get the digital copies for it. So there you go. Um, okay. Of course, this is Halloween season, yes, so we're going to have the it's spooky season. That's right. We got the Universal Classic Monsters High Cons and Horror Collection is coming out, and um, just looking that real quick just to see here because there was a bunch of I think it's on 4k but I just want to double check that real quick sorry <laughs> again do I really need the 1932 version of Dracula in 4k 
Right. It's Dracula, Frankenstein, it's, it's the Invisible the Man, and oh, yeah, the original the four. Yes. Yeah. It's four K. I could tell you what it's it's gonna be. Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Mummy, and maybe Phantom of the Opera. No, I'm and then you might even have Bride of Frankenstein because that was a popular one too. Um, it's of course it's being slow now, so right. But yeah, um, definitely. I know I could see on the on the cover of it, it had Frankenstein and Dracula and right. uh, Wolfman. The, Wolf- you gotta have it's, it's the three big ones at least. You have to have at least them. The Wolfman and then like every once in a while, depending on the set, you might get Phantom of the Opera. You might get uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon. It's the Invisible Man and the Wolfman, besides Dracula and Frankenstein. Okay. It looks like it's just the four of them in the in the list this uh, this time around. So it's not that many. Pits. Pits. There's better. There's there's better box sets out there from one Blu-ray, you know, that has like, oh, here's the 1932 version of Dracula, also that the the Spanish version of the movie because for whatever reason that's supposed to be a masterpiece as well. But then here's all the Frankenstein movies and here's all the Wolfman movies. There's better. There, you could pass on that one, folks. There's better collections out there if you're an old horror movie, Universal Studios monster type fan. And what else is coming out? Move along, Ed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Halloween Eats. These are all individually collectors' uh, editions kind of uh, uh, going on. Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, 4, and 5. You know, all, all individually. Right. All H, uh, UK, uh, 4K, sorry. Uh, so you can uh, enjoy those in 4K if you want. The old, the original halloween uh movies right um, until next year when they come all together for the new halloween batch <laughs> <laughs> the hunt for red october is also getting a 4k transfer uh this week coming okay. up so you can enjoy that in 4k dune a steelbook version is coming out in 4k Ooh. so the original dune so if you make sense because the remake or well, the reboot or i guess the the one on hbo max is coming out soon i think it comes out this week, next week, yeah, this Friday will be this. this yeah, it'll be Friday. Right. I think it's coming out the eighth. Yeah. Oh wait, no, my eighth. I'm, the eighth. I'm very interested in seeing that one. Yeah, me too. But I also own the the 1980s version too. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm hoping it's a step up. <laughs> I, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, special effects. I'm sure it's going to be way better. Uh, right. And it's going to be. I believe it's a little more faithful to the book. Right. Um. Van Vian Devenu, the guy who's the director, he's also directed a bunch of other really good movies. He is right now in a mix of controversy because he thinks he's one of those people who believe that um, his movie deserves to be seen in a movie theater and not on TV. Mm. Um, which, I mean, there's an argument to be said for that, but I'll, somebody brought up a good point that all the movies that were influential in, in that person, and well, I'm going to say most of the movies that were in, that affected me as a kid very a handful of them weren't in theaters most of them were on like jaws i don't i never saw jaws in the movie theater i saw it on deep on video and i still think it impacted me any the same way it would if it was on big screen but eh, you know it teaches on i guess and i believe this is the first time because it's, it's it's what's coming up here on um on Amazon. The first time this is coming out on Blu-ray, it's part of a Warner Brothers archive collection. It's a movie called Night Shift. Uh, I remember this movie, running it a few times, laughing at it. It's Michael Keaton and Henry Winkler. That's finally getting on the Blu-ray? That's finally getting Blu-ray. Oh, Not shit, 4K, Blu-ray. Well, I don't care about the 4K. I, there, again, I would if that came out on 4K, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. That <laughs> doesn't... That I love that movie. That movie... 
it was really good and <laughs> it's back when Michael Keaton was a comedic actor yes and and Henry Winkler is in it too it was one of the first times I remember seeing Henry Winkler outside not being the Fonz not being the Fonz and still being funny and then it's the first time I remember seeing Richard Belzer in the in a movie being like he kind of always looked like Henry Winkler or he always reminded me of somebody else like in 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 when he was younger mm. but I was like yeah, it's really good. and Shelley Long's in it too yes um yeah I love that movie that movie was really good that might have to be something I'm at the Amazon add to cart because <laughs> I don't that's one of those movies I'd be surprised if you find it at like a Best Buy or Target oh or yeah yeah you're not, you're not find that anywhere <laughs> you know especially especially a Warner Brothers Warner Brothers uh, classic archive type of movie you're not getting that at a, a you know at a Target or at Walmart or whatever you I mean you're, you're I think you got a 50/50 shot getting it at, at Walmart but it's right. it, I, I I really think it's 60/40 and 60 you're not yeah. getting it you know and that uh it definitely feels like it's like an Amazon a shame god I wish there was like a place you could go to I feel like I, I feel like and if we were smarter and more financially secure we could open our own business <laughs> I see that. I mean, like there, because there is collectors out there that would go, you know, like and sure. and, and peruse through. Because I mean, you know, we weren't the only two. I mean, I watch videos of people, and they they always use the backdrop of their movies, and it's like rows and rows of built shelves right. of of well, movies. That's, that's the reason why I like. Um, I mean, it's no longer around. Movie Stop. Yeah. That was at our local. It was like an East Coast kind of shit, but it was the only place that you could get those obscure titles like if uh if shout factory did a, a special edition you could only really get it there because best buy was would be like i never even heard of that movie what do you mean it's coming out on blu-ray and you're like dude yeah. come on breaking my heart and then you'd walk in the movie movies movie stop and they're like yeah sure we want to pre-order it we got it you know we can get it here for you in like you know, a week and a half you have to pre-order this oh. <laughs> you there did I lose you? Yeah, no, I'm here. Stacy was talking to me, and I had to push mute for a second. Ah, you know, um, no, I mean it's it's it was one of those like obscure titles. That, sorry, like it's a movie like Night Shift, you won't be able to. Stacy looked at it's pre-orderable on at Amazon, but you know what? It's probably not pre-orderable. Best Buy, Target, Walmart. Right. You know, it's one of those like eh, looks like you only get it through them. Right. Um, or Warner Brothers, if it's a Warner Brothers movie, I think they still have their blue their their shop up and running. <sighs> what else you got? Uh, then we have Castlevania season one and two. This I think that Netflix show that was uh, out, okay. and uh, so it's now available on Blu-ray for season one and two. So you can. Uh, right, I think there's like three seasons. I think. Yeah. Well, this is just doing one and two. I, got, right. I don't maybe season three's not out yet. So. Or or it's coming out on, on Netflix. All right. Like, hey, it's like, hey, you know, let's get you caught up. But if you're going to watch it on Netflix, you probably can catch up on season one and two <laughs> for your $15 for the week, for the month. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all for TV and movies. So uh, okay. let's move on to video games. All right. Um, Alan Awake Remastered is coming out on Tuesday, October 5th for the PS4. It's, PS- it's, it's, no, it's Alan Wake, not Alan Awake. <laughs> so that's what I said. You're like Alan awake, like, hey Alan, you're asleep. Wake up. It's 
Alan Wake remastered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's coming out for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, and X, and PC. And that'll be Tuesday, okay. October 5th. Then we have Hell Let Loose for the PS5, Xbox Series S, and X. And that, again, that'll be Tuesday, October 5th. Then we have Jet the Far Shore. Uh, that's coming out for the PS4 and PS5 on Tuesday, October 5th. Then we have Lego Marvel Superheroes for the Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday, October 5th. Then we have Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC. That'll be coming out Tuesday, October 5th. It's like, the, hey, for you people who like Super Smash Brothers but don't have a Switch, <laughs> here's all the Nickelodeon kids' characters. Like now you get to have SpongeBob punch Ren. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? So Super Monkey Ball, Banana 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Banana man, Manana <laughs> Sorry, it's Banana Mania. Uh, I can't say it right because it's just, you know, Banana dumb. Mania. Banana Mania for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S, Switch and PC, <laughs> and that's Tuesday fifth. <laughs> and then we have uh Art of Rally. That is for the PS4 and PS5 for Wednesday, October 6th. Far Cry 6 for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, Stadia, PC, and Mac. And that's Thursday, October 7th. And then two more. Uh, Metroid Dread, developed by Mercury Stream and published by Nintendo for the Switch for Friday, October 8th. And finally, Tetris Effect. Connected, developed by Monster Monstars, and published by Enhanced Games for the Switch, and on Friday, October eighth. Okay, well let, let's let's unpack some of those things. All right. Um, first of all, I will probably have a review on Far Cry Six on next week's show. Okay, because that is one of the game one of the games I pre ordered. Um, I'm a fan of the Far Cry series. This one's um, a new one, obviously. Um, I got the one with the season pass too. Very rarely do I get season passes, but the season pass for this one is kind of interesting. You get to play um, Far Cry four, five, three, four, and five. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, from the villain's point of perspective, or at least you get like a origin story of some sort. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's like uh, the villain stories of all the other th- the past three games. You get to play as them um, in like their own like little story. Which is fascinating to me. Uh-huh. Um, there's, they also got some free content. Uh, free content is like a Danny Trejo level level um, that it's almost released the same day as the game. Mm. Looks good. Um, the guy who plays um, uh, G G uh, G Carlano Esposito. Um, I, I know I butchered his first his first name. Um, if you're a Breaking Bad fan, he was. Um, Fuck. Um, Gus Ring. He was Gus, uh, and but in in most recently in Mandalorian, he plays Moff Gideon. Hmm. You know, with the dark saber. Right. He's the bad guy in this one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he's the the bad guy. Um, he's got like a, he's like a dictator of a, a South American country. Looks really really good. I mean, you got him in it, and he all the uh, all the advertisement you see and it looks like he's really enjoying playing the bad guy again <laughs> I think he plays a little bad everything I've seen him he's played the everything bad guy he's, everything I've seen him well there's a couple things where he hasn't played a bad guy but it's a lot of his older stuff mm. but he's definitely gotten more of a of a creed uh, like pat on the back for being a good villain right and 
this is no different. It looks really good. I'm hoping I'm hoping that's good. It's uh, you know for the PS5. So I'm like, yay, you get to play a game on the PS5. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, but more importantly, Ed, what you did not mention in that list, because it's not a video game, it's a video game system coming out this week. Okay. It is the new Nintendo Switch OLED model. <laughs> no, I didn't see that in the thing. Okay, go ahead. Right, because it's, again, you. Um, why would you? You're looking up video games. This is the video game system. Um, this is touts the, uh, the bigger screen. Um it's a little it's longer not bigger i mean not taller mm-hmm. um it has since has 64 gigs of memory on board i know mm. you're like Ooh, 64 Woo-hoo. that's twice as much as the original model okay so you got that going for you um uh, the original model also has um the, i think it has like a nine hour battery life where depending on which version of the switch you got you either got a seven hour model or nine hour like the battery life hasn't changed a, a lot um but the screen itself is an ol oled screen which i really don't know the why it's called that but apparently it's supposed to be a brighter sharper image on screen uh and and finally i didn't know this was still a thing but i guess it, you play super smart it add uh, in the dock that it comes with um it comes with an Ethernet port, so you can plug it to, into your internet. Mm. Um, I believe that that's because there's people who out there who play Super Smash Brothers. Like, um, I always Super Smash Brothers is such a popular game with competitive gaming that I think that they want to have a hard wired into their system for a better um, reaction time. Better because um, a lot of a lot of those people don't like the wireless controllers either. That's why they created the um, the dock that you can plug your old Nintendo 64 controllers into, mm-hmm. so you could still play it using those old original controllers. But I think to do that, they I think they also wanted like a. I feel like it's kind of catering to a certain group of people. But if that if that certain group of people is putting money in your pockets, why not do it? It's, right. You know. Um, so I mean, yeah, that's the differences. Um, like I said, bigger screen. You know what? Ed, I'll probably have a review on that too because I I, I have one pre-ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. In all fairness, <laughs> this is one of those things where you kind of have to like know me and know my wife because when we talked about it first, I was not impressed with it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I remember. There's you can go back to other shows documenting the fact that you, you were not like like what what's the big deal? You didn't care, and it was like dumb and yeah. Right, I already have like I have with our switch. It has a 256 gig memory card in it, so that extra 64 gig, that extra 32 gigs isn't going to be really anything for me. Mm-hmm. For me, again, we're going to look at it from my perspective as a person who's a gamer. Um, the screen itself, while it's bigger, I don't say that it's really... If you look at the Switch, there's this big black border around on the screen. I think that they just found a way to get rid of that border and to brighten the screen up. I mean, new technology, new screen, I get it. Um, ultimately, I didn't think it was... I ultimately didn't think it was going to be worth the upgrade. Um, but Stacy, on the other hand, who... It's, realistically, she plays that thing way more than I do. Mm. It's it's her baby. It's her you know it's her go to thing. Um, 
you know, so she, her argument <laughs> for getting to know, and besides being a new thing, because you know me, I'm tech spoiled. So it's something new and shiny. Why, why don't I want it? This one just didn't seem like really like, like I'm like, yeah, well, it is what it is. Like we don't, we're not going to use the Ethernet port. We're going to still hook it up wirelessly. You know, in fact, that reminds me, I need to find out a way to get more save games up on the cloud because, <laughs> you know, I got to, I'm going to have to transfer it later on. Um, but she was like, now keep this in mind, Ed, when we heard I had this conversation, I did not have a PlayStation 5. Um, mm. Her argument, and it was a strong argument too, and I couldn't even, it wasn't even like when I could be like, come on. She, she was like, because there's two models. There is the um, all white model, mm. uh, which the Joy-Cons are white, the dock is white, they've never done this before. And then there's the model that looks like the, uh, the Switch now red and blue Joy-Cons, black dock, and all that stuff. She, her argument is like, look, if we get the all-white one, how nice do you think it will look good on our countertop next to the all-white PlayStation 5? Jeez. (laughs) And that's, I would say that is probably what kind of pushed me, like, all right, we'll get it. Like, you know, (laughs) I'm not gonna... And also, too, like I said, she plays it way more than I, I do, and it's more for, like... I, also, I have the original model, so I'm going to get the... I'll get the longer battery life, which I don't have. I mean, the double in memory it is what it is. The bigger the screen is what it is. It's mostly... I don't really take it out in the dock anymore. She does. Like she takes it to work. Mm-hmm. So it has more of a... Of a appeal to her than to me so i was like all right well i guess we'll, you know if the opportunity came up when it got pre-ordered we were able to pre-order it so i was like yay and then because i got the ps5 i traded in my old ps4 so i was able to kind of pay the majority off of it now so now i only have like maybe like 30 bucks left but i wanted to wait to pay that off because i wanted to use the switch to finish paying it off mm-hmm. the old one because you get a trade bump like, hey, <laughs> yeah. so then I can use to get the trade bump and then pay off some future games because there's a Guardians of the Galaxy game that comes out later this month. There's a I didn't pre-order the Pokemon game. I guess I should do that. Um, ask her which Pokemon game she wants: Diamond or Pearl? Um, she's already said Diamond, so I guess I'll have to pre-order Diamond. Um, and then there's the Arceus one that comes out in January. But uh, you know, I was like, all right. So yeah, new system. Meet the new system, same as the old system, huh. a little bit, you know. But I'll have a review on that because I'm going to set it up, look at it, play with it, you know, see if there's like, I, of course, I'll be like, I'm going to look at the screen now before I go trade it all in. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, is that it? That is it. Yes. All right. So, <clears throat> Ed, there's some news afoot. Okay. First of all, I don't know if we talked about it. Did we talk about the Mario movie being casted? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay, I, I, I know that it came, I was like looking at like when the article I had, I'm like, was that, was that or was that not the same, like right before I, we took a break? <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I have to look it up now because I I don't remember. 
there's okay. there's some some things like some things you bring up and I'm like wait we talked about this you know like and I'll, and I'll go and then you, and then I start going did we talk about this live on air or did we have a conversation now we haven't really been you know conversating too much because I don't see you as much because of the pandemic right so I'm now I'm like quick looking to see if uh, if it's uh, well, well, okay, look, I could go real briefly. There's a new Mario animated movie coming out. And they've cast all the, pretty much all the major voices. Um, we'll start with uh, Bowser is being played by um, fuck, uh, Jack Black. Um, you have Donkey Kong being played by Seth Rogen. Okay. You have Luigi being played by Charlie Day. Charlie Day is Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> which makes me laugh because I can hear his voice already. And playing in the title role of Mario, Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I... Now he did have like a, a big, you know, like little speech that you know. Of course, he played it as a kid, and he's very honored to be then. You know, they're going to work on the voice because you know I don't think no, I don't think Chris Pratt is going to be able to do that. Oh, it's me, a Mario. <laughs> It'll be probably some some version of it, I guess. Uh, looks like um, Anya Taylor Joy is going to be Princess Peach. Uh, she was in, I think she was Anna in that movie with the like the. Girl spy. Oh, okay, um, okay. Right. Apparently, there's going to be a surprise cameo from Charles Mart- Martinet, which is one of the people who's voiced Mario in the video games. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Hmm. Just to let you know, uh, Fred Armisen is going to be Cranky Kong. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is going to be Kamek. Uh, Sebastian Mansicalo is going to be Spike. Uh, but the big one, let's face it, it's Chris Pratt, Anna Taylor, Ch- Anya Taylor, Joy is Peach, Charlie Day is Luigi, Jack Flack is Bowser, Keegan Michael Key is Toad, and Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, I really got nothing really more to say to that. It's like, all right, well, good luck. <laughs> I mean, of course, people are. As always, people are never really happy with their choices. There, some people are like, "Well, the guy who's who does the voice for the video games, he's still around. Why are you not letting him be the lead?" <laughs> and, and like, look, I'm gonna be. I'm I'm always on the fence about like it's a business. They want to put asses in seats. Chris Pratt will put an ass in. It will put a butt in a seat before the guy who actually does the voice for Mario would, I believe. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't know about that. I, I. I. I mean, granted, you don't know the guy's name because, like, you don't like. Don't well, tell unless me you're do. a big game gamer, Charles Martinet is the name that would be. But Captain Lou Albano played Mario. But the the that's, Bob Hoskins played Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but that's to say, like, like there's there's there there you're you're not gonna know like like an average person's not gonna know the name of the guy who voiced right Mario in the games. You're not you. you you, you you enjoy him, you know who he is, you you like, you know, whatever. And you, you kind of expect that voice, you know, kind of thing. So you you're gonna go, wait, Chris Pratt, like the the, the guy did the Jurassic movies, the, the <laughs> Right. You know, from, 
from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah, Star Lord, Parks and Recreation guy. You know, you're going. I don't see the. I don't see the fit. Like it. It just doesn't. Just doesn't. That's and that's why people are like up in arms about this. It's because of that. So you go. You go. And I'm saying like, oh, so is the guy who did the video games isn't he around? Couldn't he do it? You know. And you're going. Well, yeah, but you, again, like you're right. Like that, the, he doesn't get asses in seats. These other guys will. But if you, as soon as you heard his voice, I think though the video game guy, if you heard the voice in the movie, in the you know in a trailer, you'd be like, right. dude, I'm I'm gonna see that. Like I don't know who this guy is, but like that might put his name on the map for everybody else that like played Mario but doesn't know that guy's name, but they'll know it. Like after they saw that movie, like you know, what I'm saying like right. that would have that would have made a huge kind of thing. Like you say it's a good, it's it's a it's a good strong talent cast cast of comedic actors, most of them. So you're going okay, like I guess there's going to be some kind of a comedy to this thing. I guess I'm assuming. Yeah, I would assume so. Like I mean, I mean, it's like, gonna be well, serious. They've stuff. already tried the, the live action serious version of <laughs> of Super Mario Brothers and. Look how that turned out. That was serious. <laughs> I mean, to them, it was probably had to have been. I mean, there was not a lot of a lot of yuck yucks in that. Especially when you have Dennis Hopper as Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 idea though is just like of like somebody like Chris Pratt playing Mario is kind of insulting. Like you know to the to the right. general public, I should say. Right. Cause, I mean, let's face it. We live in this culture now where it's like, okay, if Mario is Italian, why do you not have an Italian actor playing Mario? Right. And right. And, and, and and you're going because, you know, like, can you can you name an Italian? I, I can't right now. For I, time I don't know any But I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot Mario. of them that you could, you know, like, you know, like anybody from the Sopranos. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, big big pussy playing. getting the play Mario. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, you could you could do that, but it's just like you you're going all right. Well, you know, I'm like let let me hear what he does. Like when like is he gonna do kind of like an Italian impression? Like you know, is he gonna do an accent that you're gonna go? right? Like now it's funny in the little vignette that you know, obviously you know since everything's put on Instagram. Uh, Chris Pratt like did like an Instagram video and he's like he did he did kind of like a it's me a Mario kind of like we're like hey hey how you doing like, go fuck yourself eh? <laughs> it's, hey Luigi get the pipes we're gonna go to, we're gonna go crack some na- knees eh? <laughs> you know like kind of <laughs> I would totally watch that movie <laughs> you you talking to me oh Bowser you f- definitely barking up that wrong tree you touch my woman. You touch my woman. <laughs> you fucking touch my woman. Come over here, and throwing trash cans at him and pipes and wrenches and <laughs> boing <laughs> off his head. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi uh, just standing in the background, going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, fuck him up." <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, now in my head, I just have a whole completely different movie now. <laughs> you know, Mario Brothers via the Goodfellas. <laughs> Am I clown to you? Luigi is your guy, Joe Pesci. You'd be Luigi. Oh, Do I Mario, knew I'm you? Am I clown to you? Am I funny? Funny how? No, I'm Luigi, you make me laugh. Hey, how do I make you laugh, huh? How do I make. Tell me how. Am I funny how? Am I clown to you? No, you aren't to the rest of the video game world, apparently. <laughs> Uh, you know, so yeah, they got that going. Um, 
Ed. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have another article here. Uh, are you a fan of the Orville? Yes. Um, they announced a premiere date finally on Hulu because uh, that sh- I like that show. I thought it was I thought it was really really good. And mm-hmm. Fox, in its typical fashion, cancels a show way before they should have. And Hulu was kind enough to to snag it. Um, it looks like it's going to debut. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Orville is a show created by Seth MacFarlane. It is about as Star Trek as you can get. You know, it, he loved Star Trek The Next Generation, so there's a lot of, um, I would say, homages to that. But it's going to debut March 10th, 2022. You still there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Right. Sorry. March right, 10th, sorry. 2022. All right. Yeah, man, March 10th, 2022. It's not that far. Okay. You know, I'm hoping that you know I mean obviously it's uh, created and written by McFarland the hour long sci-fi adventure series is set 400 years in the future and follows the USS Orville a mid-level exploratory ship the crew both human and alien face the wonders of dangers wonders and dangers of outer space while also dealing with the problems of everyday life uh, McFarland plays Captain Ed Mercer and has directed some episodes um, the Orville moved from Fox to Hulu in 2018 but was hit with the COVID pandemic, which disrupted production. That said, the Orville returned to screens for the first time in more than three years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, good. I, I just, I mean, like, I like the show. I think it's a good show. I hope that it, um, I hope the audience goes with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I hope that the people who are fans of the show still remember the show fondly and, go to Hulu to watch it. I know that the first two seasons are like already on like video, like on demand, or not on video on demand, but more like digital. Because every once in a while I see it, I'm like, oh, I love that show. Because it was, it was a really good show. It wasn't, I would call it an, an office workplace comedy set in a sci-fi spaceship. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't really wasn't very heavy on the sci-fi aspect. It had sci-fi elements to it, but I felt like it was more like an office workplace comedy. Because you know what you never saw? You never saw, you know, Riker laughing it up with Captain Picard. <laughs> you know, I mean, everyone. Well, they did that in the was... movie. They started putting, I think, more more jokes in the movie. So I remember there was that one fight, you know, where Riker was making a thing, making a making a comment about. Uh, I think he shaved his beard or something. I, I remember it's like you know, baby's bottom or whatever, and they right, you know. Uh, right, he, well, yeah, it was the, the the last movie he shaved because uh, what's her face didn't like it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, you this Orville definitely has more of the the comedic aspect to it, um, and not like like I don't I never once thought slapstick yeah I saw it's very not, not almost situational comedy in a way mm. it's not like you know there's no pratfalls or stuff like that but it's definitely in the comedic vein more than the drama vein I would say you know I, I, I definitely feel like the show is very very more I think it's more Star Trekky than Discovery is you know yeah I I I I personally like it I don't know about you, Ed. What do you think? Well, no, I enjoy it, and I think you're right, though. I mean, like, like I, you, you hope that the 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 fans will will uh, 
will come back and uh, uh, you know watch uh, you know season three. Um, you know, I just you just you just it just amazes you that like because I just remember like because of the pandemic it slowed it down so they had they lost a year there you know in a way and right. then like like there was also like like basically i think like rights for some things or something I, I don't know exactly what it was but there was something else causing it a delay and you're going are they ever going to air this again like um you just don't know and it, it just it just kind of goes oh, this is this is going to be terrible <laughs> like you know like are people are going to go orville season three really like <laughs> right yeah but it's it i mean i enjoyed the first two seasons i, I actually didn't finish season two yet i was just a go back before that <laughs> and watch <laughs> season two finish watching season two but uh it was uh yeah i mean it's enjoyable it's it's, it's definitely a show that you you well, i mean i remember watching the first season on fox and enjoying it and going wow like you know like because you, you know how much you love star trek and you um you, you know you could see how much love there because you because you almost think he was going to make fun of it like he was just going to parry it too badly that was just going to be like a raunchy kind of live action comedy of Star Trek and you're going right, like when you think Seth Farland Seth MacFarlane you think of Family Guy American Dad and Ted right they're all not like family friendly comedies right so you you kind of you kind and you didn't get that from him so it was really good that way yeah you know? right. Yeah, I definitely feel like it was a, a show that you could potentially watch with the whole family. Mm-hmm. You know, because it does deal with issues like race and sexuality, and in, in a in a sci-fi humorous way, the way Star Trek did it. Like you know, especially like um, a lot of the older original models, like um, with the one with the Riddler, where one's one of the left side's white and the right side's black, and their enemies are have the black on the right side and the white on the left side. Very you know, to go back that far, <clears throat> yeah, it, it seems to want to tackle social issues without having to blatantly rub it in your face. If you're smart, you see it. If you're dumb, you go, oh, my God, it was a great episode. I love it. And you go, you know what that episode really was about? And they go, no, no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of stuff, um, Ed, do you know what comes out this week? Uh, no movie wise it's the new James Bond movie No Time to Die oh right uh, it is Daniel Craig's last appearance as Bond uh, officially his last appearance they're not going to give him any more money to show up in his sixth movie he is done this is his official last one uh, so much so that actually they even made an announcement that they're going to announce the new Bond sometime next year so he is done done right um, that being said though and of course there's no Everyone now wants to throw a hat in a ring to say this is who they think should be played by, you know, the new James Bond. And, of course, a lot of arguments out there are being said, well, why does James Bond have to be a man? Can it be a man of color? Things like that. Uh, So they asked Daniel Craig, basically, uh, if a woman could be James Bond, whether or not James Bond should be a woman. Right. Right. See, there's no immediate plans to develop, develop on 26, but with Daniel Craig retiring for the role, I can only imagine what the reboot, the iconic character with the new actor. Many different names have come up with fans, uh, from fans who they want to play James Bond, from Idris Elba to all the way to, hum, to, to Tom Hardy. 
the idea of gender swapping bond has also been floated. And in a recent interview with Radio Times, Craig gave his opinion on going this route. And it is, and I quote, the answer to that is very simple. There should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. Why should a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? <laughs> very, uh, very political. See. Very, very political answer. Well, I, well, it's not really political because some people would be like, "Well, why can't it be?" And he's like, "But basically, because James Bond's always been a man. Why just just write a better part?" And um, I'm going to say, like, let's see, there is um, credit. Uh, let's see, no time to die. In which, let's see. Um, Daniel Craig appears to be saying that he'd rather see women play original characters just as skilled as James Bond as opposed to simply rehashing the super spy as James Bond uh, this could even relate to No Time to Die in which Lashana Lynch is rumored to take on the 007 code named Following Bond's Retirement uh, Craig has also credited, credited co-writer Phoebe Waller-Bridge for her work on the screenplay and touched back on the idea of writers potentially changing up the character and again, she, this is a quote, she's got devilish humor. Her influence permeates a lot of the film. She's walked that fantastic line of keeping it as a thriller and being very funny. But Phoebe didn't come in to change Bond. She came in to spice it up for sure. But she's a Bond fan. She wasn't about to take him into a different direction. Um, so I kind of understand what he's saying in a way. Like We've talked about this in the past of like, well the best person for the job uh, do you have to gender bend as a guy like that like, like okay um, a good argument if you said you have the John Wick movies and then when you watch American uh, Atomic Blonde it feels like a John Wick movie with a strong female lead mm-hmm. a good movie strong female lead good action and, and it's a all around good movie um, you know a popcorn film why not have a like at this point we live in a world of spin-offs bond has been around for over 50 years now it's the 26th film in a series you're trying to tell me that there's not a female you could introduce a female agent in a new movie and then spin her off into her own movie set like why not right you know, yeah i mean you know, you know i mean you know you mean double oh eight or double right or... you could have you can you could. You could have, like, you know, 007 has a great ring, but what if 006 is, you know, the female the, the female spy? Mm-hmm. Or 009? You don't even know. I don't know how many 00s are in there. She could be 0017, for all we know. Right. Or, you know, <laughs> she'd be 017. Or something. Who knows? Um, so, I kind of see what he says. Like, of course, you know, there are people out there that Bond should be male because he's traditionally a male character. Um, I don't think he needs to be a womanizer anymore. I think you can get away with that. And I'll, in the last Daniel Craig movies, he hasn't really gotten away from that. Um, I think like back in because I'm like I said, I'm watching all the movies. Uh, in fact, I probably should squeeze out the rest this week before I go see No Time to Die. It would just be helpful. Um, <laughs> not that you need to say it, but I just feel like I owe it to myself to try to get all of them in before I go see the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I do kind of agree with him. I, not in the sexist manner. They go, oh, no, no girl should play James Bond. I just write a better, write better roles for women and people of color. There's audiences for them. There's, you know, 
you can use James Bond as a platform to spin off a character. I mean, it's not wouldn't be the first time they did that for movies and stuff. Mm. And if if the audience likes that character specifically, then you could maybe be able to successfully do it. I, the only way you can be, the only way you actually can prove that is by taking chances on doing that. And studios don't want to take chances anymore. They'd rather make him it's like okay well if we make james bond a female it's going to be like ooh, people now are going to want to see it because it's a james bond as a woman i i would ask how that worked out for doctor who you know <laughs> like like did you take what basically it was a male british a british male icon and you changed his sex to a female which is right you can I'm not saying you can't did that bring more asses in the seats did that Put more people did that more people turn on the TV to watch a female Doctor Who for the entire series because isn't she out as Doctor Who and they even brought back the guy who left before they changed it to a woman? I I haven't watched Doctor Who in a while, so you 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 got me on that one because I mean it, it was and it wasn't because it was a woman like I, I didn't care right, I was, was like I was, it was just bad writing I was just it was just bad storytelling because like. The other you think you you go to them the Matt Smith years the uh, 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 Jesus Christ I can't think of all the Doctor Who's now but the the one before Matt Smith that that everybody uh, loves Dave, uh, David Tennant David Tennant you know and so on like those those had those storylines were great I mean they were they were they were brilliant they were they were they were great you know, thing but they go let's besides besides a woman hear me out besides a woman. Let's make white people feel guilty, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> right. like, let's, let's, let's put some, let's put some political stuff in there as well. Let's, let's really go full tilt on this, you know, instead of, instead of just slowly bringing in a woman and having a good storyline, you know, kind of thing. Let's, let's make this, you know, thing, but not subtle. Let's hit them over the head with it. I think it'd be good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's do it. You know, let's write that story. You know, and you because you because after a while, I'm like, I'm thinking, uh, I, I, it, it has no like it could have been Matt Smith standing there, and it's just like, I just didn't like that story. It was just terrible. You know, like, like it, it didn't matter to me if it was a man or a woman as Doctor Who. The story was just terrible, and I just it made me feel guilty and unlike uneasy, and I'm like, I, I'm feeling uncomfortable just watching a sci-fi show, and I'm like. Right. Yeah, this is not this is not what I want. You know, like I think, like you know, like they've been doing it subtly for years, showing the difference between good and bad. You know, type of thing. But it wasn't like you know, like like let's let's talk about Rosa Parks. You know, like you know, like that moment. You know, and it's just like right. Yeah, you're going. You know, and 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 let's make it uncomfortable for everybody. And you know, for mostly, and it's like, well, you people should talk about this stuff. And I'm like, I'm not saying that. I just don't think Doctor Who's the platform to do it in. You know, like, like right. you know, like you're, you you don't want your political stuff in a, in a in a sci-fi show that you're watching for entertainment purposes, not for, you know. There's there's better ways of doing it. Like for example, we just talked about it in Star Trek. There were some times where they subtly put in, "Hey, look, this is bad," and you need to actually kind of read between the lines in order to see that. Mm. You don't have to. Smart people get it, you know. And I think shows like. I do believe it's Star Trek, Doctor Who, mostly Doctor Who, feels like it caters to a a better class of person. Like uh, I'm going to say, smart people. Yeah. <laughs> it always felt like the people, I mean, people who are Doctor Who fans, like legitimately like Whovians, always seem to be relatively smart. And mm. I'm 
know where I'm a casual fan. I wouldn't even say that I'm smart. I, I'm a casual fan, and I enjoyed my time with Doctor Who, but I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm a Whovian by any sh- any stretch of the word. Um, I couldn't tell you any lore. I could only tell you what I remember from seeing it on TV once. Hmm. <laughs> so, but I feel like people who talk about Doctor Who seem to just be a little. Maybe it's it's just they're just better at their fandom than a Star Wars people because we're nasty (laughs) you know um so i I guess you know you don't need to have that blatant in your face like monologues or notes because i feel like you're 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 the people who watch it have either already lived that lifestyle Mm. or are smart enough to already know those like to go, oh, I don't need, I don't need to be, I don't need to get banged over the head with that. I know that this is bad. Thanks for telling me, but you could have done it in a more creative way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, instead of just looking in the camera and going, "You were wrong. You're bad. 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 Bad." Right. <laughs> right. It's just it was just too plain, and you're going, you know. I'm like, I'm like, because even my wife and I were just sitting there going, like, like either one of us was just not enjoying this. To the point right. where you know you could you, you 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 it was it was enjoyable. So we actually stopped watching because she dragged me into watching Doctor Who again. You know, and it was just like you know because I was like I'm not watching. I refuse to watch this. Right. And then she started watching it, and I'm like, crap. Now I'm now I'm like, <laughs> there's a I'm I think there's like a there's like a TikTok video of like you know the husband bitching about a TV show that he's his wife's making him watch. It's like one episode in. And then like three episodes, and he's like, "So why why is this person doing this?" Like you see him getting into it, and like by the like the like the next week after that, he's all like sipping wine and being like, "Can you believe they did that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened with you and Doctor Who and your wife. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "No, no, it's okay. I don't want to watch it. I can't get sucked in like that." <laughs> oh, well, who's that? <laughs> really? I guess I'll watch it. Okay, well, are you watching it? Cause I, I mean, I got nothing really to do, so I got about an hour to go. I'll watch it with you, sure. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. No, what? <laughs> they did that? How? You got? What did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're sitting there with your Tom Baker scarf, you know, in your in your Doctor Who robe, <laughs> in your Jelly Babies. <laughs> Right, <laughs> sitting there going, uh, "Who's the bad wolf?" <laughs> Pet- petting your canine, <laughs> your right? <robot. laughs> <laughs> 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 hey, these are these are two old references for right. people to get. Hey, you know what, Ed? Let's 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 go. You know, we've on that side of the pond. Let's swing back to our side of the ocean All for right. a minute. Um, November eleventh. Ed, November 11th. Mm-hmm. I want you to keep that date in mind. It's a, a you know a month, a little more than a month away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I had no idea. <laughs> Rocky IV's director cut gets a one night only theatrical run, restores <laughs> forty minutes forty minutes of footage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there's a part of me is going, I'd pay to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Let's say it's, it's 
1985, a plucky underdog for the city of Beverly Love helps ease Cold War tension <laughs> in its guts and triumph over a Soviet slugger and his passionate reminder that everybody can change. If you can change, <laughs> I can, can change. change. If I can change, you all can change. Um, <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, one of the, let's see, the ringside speech, of course, with the dramatic accumulation of Rocky IV. One of the biggest hits of that year and critical component of Sylvester Stallone's canon. Uh, there were some from there were there were come from behind victories, dramatic montages, and that stirring theme music, courtesy of Bill Conti. All the things that made the franchise so great. But fans of Rocky Saga might have been might be forgiven for wondering what got left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> what wasn't said? <laughs> well, Ed wonder no longer because it's called Rocky v Drago the ultimate director's cut it will deliver 40 more minutes of never before seen footage Uh, the film which Sylvester Stallone directed by the way um, will be available for a one night only engagement in theaters on November 11th (laughs) MGM is going to team up with Phantom Events for the nationwide screenings which will also include a Q&A with Stallone and will be broadcast to certain venues as well as a behind-the-scenes look at the film's creation. Uh, here's the official pitch, in case you care. Uh, the fight scenes are more intense, the music is more powerful, and the drama is heightened as the world heavyweight champion Rocky Balboa must defend his title once again, this time against the most formidable opponent, Ivan Drago. <laughs> But, Ed, <laughs> don't worry. In case you're too busy to go see in the theaters, it will be available to rent on demand on beginning Friday, November 12th. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't go to the theaters and pay, like, 15 20 bucks to go see a, a 1985 movie, wait, wait a day. You can probably rent it for, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> In addition to Lundgren, the film features Bridget Nielsen, Burt Young, Carl's Weathers, you know, so it's basically everybody. <laughs> so yeah, one night only, Ed. Rocky Four. This is this is this is one of the movies I've seen more times than I than I want to admit to. When I was a kid, back in the day, that was we got a VCR. I was think it was it was the mid eighties. We got we got a, like right. our first VCR. Yeah, which- any middle middle American, not middle America, like um, what do you call it? Uh, middle class American. Middle class, yeah. Middle class American household had a VHS, right? Mid eighties, right? And that kind of thing. And it was it was one of those things where people would get copies of movies, you know, because they would copy movies and type of thing. And I remember we got a bootlegs, right? <laughs> the old days of bootlegging. Um, right. We we got a VHS tape. Somebody gave my father this VHS tape. It was Bill Cosby himself. This is all one VHS tape, by the way. There was uh-huh. there was okay. there was three movies I think on it, or, or they were individual. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but I remember one was Bill Cosby himself, the stand up comedy of Bill Cosby back in the 80s, uh-huh. and I watched that like a thousand times. I you know laugh, and every once in a while I'll see it on or something like that, and I'll. I'll like of course now you don't really see it anymore, but I remember right. every time it would be on her before he people knew of his sexual assault charges exactly. <laughs> and the other one, the, the I think the other one was Roxanne with uh, um, Steve Martin 
playing uh, Diverziac version. He's a fireman, yeah. And then the last one, which like I, I, I could tell you I've watched over and over. I wore the tape out watching it so many times. was Rocky IV. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, and, what's that? Of all the Rockies, of Rocky IV. Rocky I didn't even know half the time there was other th- there was three other Rocky movies. <laughs> <laughs> like like I I like I think I think I saw Rocky three like after I saw Rocky four. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> kind of thing with Mr. T, you know. <laughs> I'm I could be mistaken. I I'm, the timeline might be screwed up, but like like I don't I don't really remember like especially I don't remember Rocky two at all. Like, you know, like when I was a kid, Rocky Four though, fighting Ivor Drago. Yeah, that, that one I know. Like, <laughs> you know, him going to Russia, you know, doing, 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 the, doing the workout, you know, kind of thing that, you know, he doing the montage with, you know, Ivan Drago doing his and he's getting shot up and he's hitting that thing and the number keeps going up higher and higher. And, you know, there's Rocky chopping wood and lifting right, all the people yeah, in a Drago's- cart. It's it's like nature versus science, right? Technology versus nature, you know, uh, 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 style uh, type of thing. You know, I I remember the robot, Paulie's robot for his birthday that he got. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm like I, I I hope there's a love scene now, <laughs> a Paulie Paulie and the Paulie robot robot love scene. Well, Ed, there's 40 minutes of extra footage in that movie that no one's ever seen before. I mean, there's probably a reason for that. Like, because it that, was like, terrible? Or, or, or it just was – like, look, I mean, Sylvester Sloan already has – I think he won the Oscar for writing the screenplay of Rocky. So I don't doubt that he is – I mean, he's he's shown his knowledge of being able to direct and, and star in movies and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be more like – character development stuff right like you're gonna like more stuff that makes ivan drago more of a jerk than he is or you try to make him sympathetic yeah because in like in the whole like by the end of the fight you know it's like becomes like a uh, world war three in the ring you know <laughs> it becomes an all-out slugfest and and you find out that you know really just ivan just he's he's a, a, a big old softy you know he's being forced to be put in a position to be a fighter he you know he doesn't want to do that he's if you know ed if i could change then maybe you could change <laughs> and if you could change maybe we all could change that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and then you know maybe just shout out to adrian whatever because <laughs> you know he goes to russia for the fight it's the big like oh we did it on my turf and was this whole big like hullabaloo with james back ah in America, <laughs> I I Nathan did Nathan. You know, and and then I want you. <laughs> and you know, then everything happens with. I mean, it, let's face it, it wasn't for Rocky Four. There'd be no Apollo Creed movie, right? <laughs> there'd be no Creed movie because it's kind of a the whole point of uh, Creed is him trying to get over, you know, never really knowing his dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the reason why they picked that movie. Of all the movies, that's the one that because, you know, you gotta find a way to now tie it back into, you know, Creed 3 if they ever make that one. 
you know, probably be B.A. Baracus's bad, you know, son. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> See what a real man looks like. Ugh. <laughs> I kind of love those movies. Again, another fun. I have it on Blu-ray. I don't have it digitally yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do have one last article, um, and because I did, another reason why I bring it up is because I did mention it earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlett Johansson and Disney settle Black Widow's pay lawsuit. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Disney have reached a settlement over her blockbuster lawsuit that accuses studio of sabotaging the theatrical release of Black Widow to prop up Disney Plus. I don't think I need the prop up Disney Plus. Disney Plus is doing just fine. Right. Uh, terms of the settlement were not disclosed, of course, but Johnson sought out to uh, Johansson sought to uh, get fifty million dollars for her payout for the studio. Um, she did release a statement this past Thursday and the statement was as follows quote I am happy to have resolved our differences with Disney I am incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years and have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team I look forward to continuing our collaboration in years to come (laughs) Uh, then Alan Bergman the chairman of Disney Studios content said he too was pleased to have the resolve the dispute Uh, Here's his quote. I am very pleased that we have been able to come to a mutual agreement with Scarlett Johansson regarding Black Widow. We appreciate her contributions to Marvel Cinematic Universe and look forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it sounds so antiseptic. It's, uh, you know, just very, like, generic. Generic phrase, generic phrase, generic phrase, and then what's the other people say? It's it's the exact same phrase, yeah. except a little, with a little promotion at the end. Like, oh, uh, we look forward to work with Tower of Terror with her. Which right away I'm going, ooh, they're doing a new Tower of Terror. That's exciting. Right. Well, they, they say that was that was that was like last year. Like they were talking about that kind of thing, and like everything was looking up for, her, and then all of a sudden, like this basically happens and you you know like I don't, I don't, it wasn't even last year i think it was earlier this year that you know that that was happening and then all of a sudden this this bombshell hits that the fact that they they released black widows a premiere access movie and you know and in the, the in the theater and, the, and you know it should have been theater only and that's the the whole reason why they're doing this and you're going oh, okay and and of course you know she loses money basically because they do that that way because everybody's going well, I'll spend the thirty bucks and do the premiere acts. Now, I actually did see that in the theater, but uh, most people—that's what they did. They wanted like, well, I'll just stay at home and watch it because I'm, you know, afraid of COVID. Right. So this this will be safer for me to do. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so you 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 know you, you know there was like a heated conversation like in the back, you know, like behind well, the I don't scenes. Think she actually said she might not even have been in a room. Her lawyers definitely were in that room. You know, and, and yeah, again, but don't like, get me wrong. I am fully one hundred percent on on her side on this in this argument. I not even even try to play devil's advocate and be on Disney's side. I am fully aware of that they are an evil, maniacal corporation that loves to chew people out and spit them out for their own devices and their own time and their own money, and they just want to line their pockets. But if you give me a free ticket to Disney World, I'm going to fucking today. <laughs> 
<laughs> but see, and then you're like, oh my god, this is the best day ever, the happiest place on earth. This is awesome. The moment I step off the grounds, those leeches that want to <laughs> suck money out of everything. Do you know how to pay twenty dollars for a sandwich today, Ed? That's <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, I get free passes to a movie. I love those guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the Europe against U.S. You know, we hate them. Oh, you giving us money? We love you. Right. <laughs> and then right. she's oh, walking like those bastards. Guys are horrible how dare you do that to the talent and be like oh there's a new mo- I'm right there here's my money yeah. my- I- <laughs> and it's you know it's 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 one of those same things so uh like i know i know they weren't in the room together but you know there was like like you the lawyers like the like they, they the lawyer came they go scarlet your hands with this is what you know this is what they want blah 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 oh, yeah, will you tell these bastards this this fuck you right it'd be like a hold on i had to confirm my client hold over a second Boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah, Scarlett, this is what they said. They said, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. And, oh, well, you tell that Mickey Mouse motherfucker that if it wasn't for me, they want the Tower of Terror movie, then you, fuck you, pay me. Right. And then, like, oh, well, you know what? Then I want 20% of the merchandise and you sell my face on it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> How much is that going to be? Okay, well, I'll tell them. She wants 20% of the merchandise and it's got her face on it. Okay, hold on for a second. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, Mickey. Uh, we got a conversation going. Um, she wants twenty percent of the money that she's owed on all the merchandise. That instead, if we're not going to pay her for the movie, <laughs> well, how much are we raking with her merchandising? Um, billions a year. Fuck it, pair. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> like fifty million now or billions later, you're like, oh, we'll right. give them the fifty now. Yeah, right. Not to mention the shit ton of bad press that comes along with it. I mean, because now it looks like, oh my god, Disney, she was with you through this whole ride of like beginning, middle, and end of this. What I would, what some people will call a astronomical feat of film. Not necessarily quality wise. I mean, so that could be that quality of film could be argued, but just the amount of work and time that went into producing and making all these movies to accumulate into, you know, her getting her own movie after all this time. And then to find out that they shortchange her and then they don't want to pay her. And then it winds up being, they you know, we have to go to litigation. It just, it's, it makes, it makes them look bad and they want to get this done as easily, as quickly as possible. And someone probably went, wait, this is all over $50 million. Uh, what's she asking for? Just pay her because somebody should be fired. And because <laughs> how dare us do that? That's and, and they're like, yeah, we'll pay you. Here, here's yeah. here's here's here. Someone slides a an, uh, like a piece of paper. I'm gonna write a number. And I'm gonna slide that over across the table. You look at that number. You confer to your client, and then we, if we got a deal, we can walk out. We can be done having lunch. We can be we can be hitting Starbies in about an hour, you know. <laughs> and then he goes, "Okay, okay, Starbies, yeah, Starbucks." <laughs> you can okay. Hold on for a second. Let me go call her, Facetime or whatever. Yo, know, boop boop boop. Yeah, yo, ScarJo. Guess what? They gave me a piece. They did the old. They they did they, they gave me the classic slide the piece of paper over. With you know an amount on it, and this is what the amount is, and it's X amount of dollars. And do you want this? And she'd be like, you know what? Add an extra zero. Let's see what happens. And mm. he goes, okay, you know what? My conferred with my client. This is the figure that she's thinking of, and slides that paper back over. And they go, okay, let me confer with the mouse. And she's like, pay her. You know, like right. whatever. Get it done out. And next thing you know, there's there's you know 
drinking their acai tea special fufu drinks from dragon fruit acai berry spritzer from Starbucks while they're eating whatever in California. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everyone goes home happy. It's done. It's over real quick. She gets a nice payout. Disney gets to kind of walk away from this still kind of clean, kind of not, because you don't really find out what that dollar amount is, even though they kind of threw her under a bus and let people know that she got paid $20 million for her part of the movies. Um, yeah, for her part, of, she made twenty million. She got paid twenty million dollars for her work on the project, and they're like, "Yeah, but you still owe her like fifty. So, fuck you, pay her." Right, <laughs> right. Um, and of course, you know, people kind of, you know, Disney had sought to force jo- uh, her suit into arbitration, arguing that her contract contained a provision requiring that any disputes be settled in private. A hearing on that motion was scheduled for March, however, suggesting that the parties were not eager to fight it out in court. I mean, let's face it. Black Widow was originally set to debut on March May 1st, 2020, was then postponed until um, several times. And then in March of 2021, they announced that it would be released simultaneously in theaters via Premier Access Disney Plus on July 9th, allowing subscribers to rent the film for 30 bucks. Uh, the movie grossed $80 million in theaters in its opening weekend. Not bad for the pandemic, but terrible by pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic Marvel standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney revealed that film that a filing in August that Black Widow had grossed $125 million on streaming, and in addition to the $367 million box office gross. Um, she argued that the streaming release, well, her people argued that the streaming release cannibalized the theatrical gross and violated her contract. Disney also released Jungle Cruise and Corella currently in theaters on Disney+. Plus. Um, Warner Brothers, which released an entire 2021 slate with the same hybrid model, paid out handsome sums to compensate its stars for the loss of back-end revenue. So it wasn't even like... This definitely just seemed to be like a power play move on Disney's part to maybe figure that... Well, maybe if... It's one of those things... If we don't tell her, maybe she doesn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's let's see if we can slip this by and see if it right. happens. You know, like maybe you know we'll just do this, and maybe no one will pay attention. But then over at Warner Brothers, you're seeing like articles going like, "Well, this person's pissed at this, and this person's pissed at that," and they're working all these deals out to get you know the actors and the directors who may have points in the movies a, a back end deal, being like, "Okay, we realize it's going to hurt." Like I'm sure James Gunn probably was like, hey, the movie you asked me to make was supposed to be slated for this year. I'm supposed to get a point of the gross of the box office grosses. If you're going to put in, if you're going to put it on streaming, there's no box office for me to get my percentage points. So what's, you know, like, how are you going to pay me? You know, and someone, some bean counter has got to sit there and go, okay, well, let's say we projected this movie to go this, to at least hit this mark. Mm Mm-hmm he would essentially get this much money, so let's go figure out how much we pay him. And then there's probably a, a, at least a dozen deals like that. And then over on Disney's end, you know, they're going, shh, if we don't tell them, they won't know. Keep your mouth shut. They'll just, they'll, just, they'll just walk away and go, whoa, whatever, you know, I got my money, you know. Quick, distract them with the Avengers Initiative show. 
<laughs> like, we got the Star Wars theme park going up. If we distract him with that, no one will notice. <laughs> and everyone notices. And she's like, and so much to the point where even Emma Watson's going, hey, what about my Cruella shit? Did I have that in my contract? Because, <laughs> you know, The Rock and Emily Blunt are both going, hey, wait a second. And now Disney's like, fuck, they all found out. Quick, do something. <laughs> you know? If we pay off, if we pay off ScarJo, maybe she won't start talking. Maybe she won't blab. Right. <laughs> well, because so apparently many... they don't, they don't look at media at all. <laughs> right. They can't all be wrecked by the same person, can they? Shit, they are. <laughs> look, we'll have my lawyer call your lawyer. We'll work something out. <laughs> It'll be good to go. You make your millions, we make our millions. Rich people keep getting richer. Poor people keep paying us. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, how about those socially distanced lines in that parade? Awesome, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, Disney. Here's cut him a check. Ooh, this is great. Again, I say that wholeheartedly, knowing that if given the opportunity to go to Disney, I'm taking that chance. Right? <laughs> like, I don't, how much? Yeah, okay, it seems worth it. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you going to talk in this little rinky-dink podcast, bad mouth in the mouse? <laughs> me? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would be that would be the ultimate thing. You were there, and all of a sudden, like like you you're like, oh, there's Mickey. Let's go meet Mickey. And it's like, hey, come here. And before I get to Mickey, Chip and Dale come out from the sidelines, grab me by the shoulders and by the elbows, and lift me up and carve me <laughs> off to the side. And you're and then like Mickey's like Mickey's like, we got a private room just for you, Sean. Wait, how you know my name? <laughs> Oh, Sean, hi. Heard you've been talking a lot about me. Oh, boys. Snaps his fingers. Chippendale come out. Dressed as the rescue rangers. Or the Chippendale rangers. And they lift me up by my arms. Cart me off. Stacy's shaking her going, what the hell's going on? And next thing you know, I get worked over by a baseball bat with a pantless duck. <laughs> Goofy there. Oh. I'll hold him down, Daffy, while you take a t- t- kneecap the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Whack! <laughs> Next thing, <laughs> and, and Disney, no one hears you scream. <laughs> no one hears you screaming because it's being mashed by the screams of the what do you call it, the Space Mountain. <laughs> 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 and next thing you know I just shadowy figure Mickey just looming behind me I can't see him because it's, the room's all dark and the spotlight's on me so I can't really see his face he's just gotta like lean into me I hear you've been talking some shit Sean huh? <laughs> Did you have the balls to come visit me after talking that <laughs> you must be out your goddamn mind <laughs> 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 I don't, you don't understand. When I get mad, he gets physical. Oh, she went down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> you find out that bashful really ain't bashful when it comes to the beating down. <laughs> I get rolled on by the, the seven dwarves. <laughs> There's an eighth dwarf. We call him the muscle. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doopy, uh, sleepy, bashful muscles. <laughs> right. Just next thing you know, I'm fucking walking out with a shiner. <laughs> Hi, honey. What happened? I can't talk about it. <laughs> Quick, let's go on Jungle Cruise. I hear it's really fun. <laughs> They give you, they give you a Disney mask to wear. <laughs> they give me here's a free pass to the fucking uh, Hall of Presidents. <laughs> we'll fast pass you through that, you bastards. Get uh, out. Give me a fast pass, and I'll get a nice fresh steak for my face to put over my blackened eye. <laughs> That'd be one hundred and fifty dollars for that steak. <laughs> <laughs> take me in that dark recess of the Epcot ball that no one knows anything about. It's not really being re- it's not being renovated. It's used for a torture room. <laughs> Sean, a big fan of that show, Geeksters. Oh, you do see your impression of me is spot on, isn't it? <laughs> Let's see how you like it. Do the voice, Sean. Do the voice. <laughs> uh, no, Mickey, I don't think. No, do the voice. Oh, oh, you got the laugh down. Oh, please, how funny. Make me laugh. <laughs> it's like, whack, you laughing now? Mickey, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing my impersonation of you in front of you because it just seems weird. <laughs> it's okay. Let's get weird. Okay, well, hi, Mickey. It's me, Mickey. Oh, Sean. Oh, that's very good. Let's see if you can do it after being waterboarded. I wonder what I would sound like as I was drowning. <laughs> she got, uh, got Ursula coming from the back. <laughs> so the bunch of the towel and the gallon of water. Now just breathe deep, Sean. It'll all be over. <laughs> Tell me again how a corporation <laughs> want to siphon the money. How was your ticket? <laughs> I hear you want to go to the galaxy's edge. We'll take you there, all right. <laughs> You're just not gonna like it. <laughs> all of a sudden, they come out with lightsabers or baseball bats and start beating on me. <laughs> Make the noise! <laughs> Crying. <laughs> Uh, now do the voice, Sean. Go ahead. Uh, let him go. Cut him loose. <laughs> Just remember, Sean, we're watching you and we're listening too. Have a good day. Not once gets his hands dirty. <laughs> sits there in a big fucking chair. Just watching. Like from behind a glass, he just hits a button. So it's a kind of goofy. Before he talks, you're. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean. How was your Disney trip? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I can't. I don't want to talk about it. Next next time on the show, Ed, the sh- it was great. 
We had a wonderful time. <laughs> nothing happened? No, everything was fine. Ed. Can we just move on? <laughs> Sean, you usually have to do something bad. I will never say a bad thing again about Disney ever again. Because they're the best. <laughs> they're the earthly corporate that sucks everything. <laughs> Every dollar out of you? No, no, not at all. Oh, I heard that last, you know, fucking... Uh, they actually made a sequel to 101 Dalmatians and 102 Dalmatians. They made 103 Dalmatians, Sean. Oh, my God. It only had three Dalmatians in the entire movie. <laughs> I, maybe they had a reason for that. <laughs> Sean, you know, nothing to say? No. Everything was fine. You just hear, ha oh, that's right, bitch. <laughs> you... That's right. You tap that corporate line. <laughs> uh, we're going to change the format of the show to all Disney all the time. Now, you won't care. You're like, that's great. That's good. We already have Ed in our back pocket. Ed, Ed is a faithful servant. He comes, pays his homage at least once a year. <laughs> All around the world. <laughs> in fact, he's the one who turned you in, Sean. <laughs> we got him, and you know what he did it for? A night in Cinderella's castle. <laughs> if that's the deal. <laughs> he sold you out for pink sheets. <laughs> How does that make you feel? <laughs> That's the deal. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I hear it's a good deal. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd be like, really? He did that? I can't say I blame him. I heard that place is really nice. <laughs> like, uh, what do I got to do? To get, how do I get through this? Oh, just kind of rough you up a little bit. <sighs> okay. I guess. Ed, how was your night at the, you know, <laughs> Beauty's Castle? It was oh, awesome. Sorry. It was the best night of sleep I ever had. <laughs> oh, it's real nice, Ed. <laughs> Sorry, it's cold out here. When it's cold, my knee starts acting up. Oh, oh, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Every time it rains, I'll think of you. <laughs> you. You know how I got these scars? <laughs> Fucking mouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it would go down. Ed sold me out for a night at the Cinderella place. Well, you know, it was my anniversary, Sean. What would you have done? <laughs> no, no, I get it, Ed. Yeah, totally. I, I would toss you under the bus, too, for a couple nights in that suite. That hurts. <laughs> was it nice? You know? <laughs> Got to see the whole park, did you? <laughs> After hours? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, good, good for you. I mean... <sighs> <laughs> Uh, there you have it, folks. That's the show. <laughs> That's all I got for this week. I mean, I got some other stuff, but I'll probably bring it next week if I still think it's relevant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, thanks for listening. If you haven't already gone to our Facebook page, go to Geeksters Radio on Facebook and follow us. Now, a proud sponsor of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior.
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 